This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever you want. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com where you get to control the content of the site. So if you find something online that you think is pretty interesting, you want to share it with our listeners and us, you submit it as show prep uh, to the website, and then others can vote as to whether or not they like or dislike your suggestion, the most liked making it to the front page and the top of the site at freetalklive.com. So the number 800-259-9231. As always, you are invited to bring up anything that you want. We're going to start out with a story that unfortunately has become too commonplace i'm actually surprised it's being reported on because it's so commonplace it seems that uh you know news is really something that reports on things that are unusual in this case we hear these things at least multiple times a year twice a year i think at at minimum where small children are being threatened by the police over running things like lemonade stands or ice cream stands or in this case Girl Scouts. Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, Dog Bites Man at this point. Uh, you know, it's, it's not even an unusual story. I guess it still gets the, the coverage, and I'm glad it is. I guess it still gets the coverage because they're little children. Oh, like, it's a cute little girl here. When, yeah. when us adults, uh, we try to run a business and we get threatened, well, that's not news. Because that's, you know, that's the way things are supposed to be, right? You're not supposed to run a business in America without begging permission from some bureaucracy first. I think it's shocking uh, for people because... I most people have the experience. I, I guess I, I'm just I'm just guessing here that most people have the experience of having run something like a lemonade stand out in their front yard or you know some such thing. In a I remember yard, that when I was that a kid. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, in order to make a few bucks um, and. You know, most kids don't do it for very long. It's not like kids go out there right. day after day, week after week, <laughs> year after year, opening up right. their watered-down Kool-Aid stand. It wears off. The, the novelty wears off. Right. Every time I see one of these things, I stop, and I buy the the watered-down Kool-Aid that the kid is selling, because... To me, the most important thing that you can give a kid is an entrepreneurial spirit. Mm. I, I think that that's uh, the, the very best thing in life is to show somebody how you provide a service for somebody else and they'll provide you with some money and everybody benefits rather yeah, than great. all the other crappy things that they're taught in school. About how let, let's all put all our crayons together in one big pile, and then we'll just all use the crayons we need. <laughs> and then all the crayons will get broken and torn up, and some kids will chew on them and eat them, because that's what the tragedy of the commons is, right. kid. Because they're not when, yours. When nobody owns anything, nobody treats anything like it's theirs. <laughs> So anyway, let me go on. So what happened? Where did this this transpire? From myfoxatlanta.com. Cop shuts down Girl Scout cookie stand. Well, at least they've stopped stopped murdering 90-year-old women in their uh, their homes at night uh, due to drug raids. Now they're just picking on Girl Scouts. Well, this is in Atlanta. This is uh, Villa Rica. Uh, oh, okay. Villa Rica, Villa Rica, I'm not sure which. Some uh, Villa Rica Girl St- Scouts were in for a shock Wednesday when a police officer came by their cookie booth and shut it down. <laughs> the troop <laughs> The troop was told that they had to have a permit to sell Girl Scout cookies. When scouts from uh, Troop 7984 and their parents went to sell cookies, they say they never dreamed they'd end up spending the afternoon at the police at in at the police, the police department. Wow. The Girl Scouts said <laughs> they thought they were in a in big trouble when Villarica police officer approached their cookie stand and told them they'd have to pack it up. Mm. We were just having fun. I was wearing a cookie costume and Daisy was Aww. holding a sign, said Jaden Crook. I was behind the table helping a few customers buy, and the police showed up, and 
I thought it was a customer. But then my sister came up and said we were in big trouble, said, uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, Brinahe Singleton. I'm not sure what uh, how to pronounce her name. These kids names these days, you know, mm. parents, uh, well, all these new names. I'm not sure. The troop was uh, set up on the side of the road in a business parking lot off the uh, North Van Wert Road. The police department said they were supposed to have a, a permit to sell. Doesn't even. matter, little missy, if that business owner told you that you could sell here. We own you, see? No, the police department said that they were supposed to have a permit to sell, even if they were on private property. The That's what I'm said, saying. The yeah. business owner told them, likely. They likely that. went and asked permission from the business owner if they could sell cookies. Like, Mark, when you and I were down in uh, Sarasota, Florida, frequently the Girl Scouts would sell out in front of Publix. They had permission to do those things. So um, now, from now, the business owner, watch how this uh, this occurs here. OK, one day later, the troop, uh, the parents said that they, they were upset with how the situation was handled. One day later, the troop got their permit. Now they got it. They got it fast tracked. You know that this wouldn't happen for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Because the politician sees an opportunity and the mayor promised the troop a pizza party at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, my gosh. The troop said that, uh, that, that they have their permit and they will keep <laughs> on selling cookies. Now, y- y- you know, wow. this is, I don't know which part of this I like the least. Despicable. You know? <laughs> so despicable. Because obviously the mayor is pandering here. Totally. He's getting He's getting his, uh, you know, he's, he's he's getting him a few extra votes from these parents. Look, I came and saved you. Yep. Now, these cops were honestly following the law. The law itself stinks in this circumstance. Now, I don't know how I cops would write. Cops should be ashamed. I, I, I don't know how I would write this thing. Uh, well, I, 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 that's what they're supposed to do, Ian. No, Mark. That's what they claim they're supposed to do. They claim that they're supposed to blindly enforce the law, but that's a bunch of crap. If the they law was written discretion. properly, they could go ahead and exclude, say, kids under the age of they 14 They always have or the ability like to, to use discretion. In any instance, they the police They do have can... the opportunity to do that. Yeah. However, you know, who's, here, who's the hero here? The mayor, then? <laughs> he used discretion, didn't he? He's giving him a pizza party, Ian. I wonder if the taxpayers are paying for the uh, pizza party. Of course they are. <laughs> uh, but maybe the mayor. I mean, you know, uh, Chuck E. Cheese isn't that expensive. Maybe the mayor's uh, you know, doing it on his own. I don't, I don't know. Because he's getting paid by the taxpayers. Indeed. But you yeah. didn't answer the question. The mayor's using discretion here. I I'm mean, not sure what you mean by that. Well, Meaning uh, he's discre- you're, you're using claiming discretion the cop to- would do the right thing by ignoring this c- circumstance and going on his way. And, you know, he probably could ignore that. He could have bought a damn box of cookies like everybody else. But the mayor's else. using discretion here and then saving the, uh, the, the, the Girl Scouts from the gaping jaws of the justice system, right? I suppose you could say he's using discretion in that he's discre- being, dis- well, is using discretion only used when you opt out of doing something? Or is it, I suppose it could be used when you opt into doing something. I'm not sure. I have to Seems check like the definition. That's discretion. Yeah. Okay. So what? What's your point? Well, I'm saying if if you're saying that the cops are uh, should be ashamed for yes. not using discretion, then you should uh, be applauding the mayor for using discretion. Well, no. However, we <laughs> he know here that the mayor is a slimy guy who's enterprising on yes. the fact that Girl Scouts were uh, snatched up here. And as far as I'm concerned, this is the legislator's uh, fault in the uh, from the get go. I don't think anybody needs a permit to sell. I think that's silly. But if you're going to require these permits and you don't want to look stupid, you should make the permits for people over the ages of 14 or something like that. However, I don't know how this would go. Is a parent going to then put their seven-year-old in charge, quote-unquote, in charge of their sandwich stand that then is unpermitted and they're going to sell delicious sandwiches How about sandwiches we just not have permits, Mark? I mean, didn't we just talk that. about this yesterday or was it the day before when we were talking about regulations and how they are nothing but protection typically for existing 
starting businesses and people that are in a whatever given industry that these boards, these regulatory boards are essentially, you know, staffed by people that have been in the business for a long time in order to create regulations that keep new people out of the business. How about we just get rid of permits entirely and let people do what they want with their own damn property? If there's a noise issue, then that could be perhaps something that is uh, is well, there's an know, issue dealing with. There's an issue of public property also. If uh, if the sidewalk out in front of my hot dog store, my hot, hot dog store is is a public property, and therefore some guy with a hot dog cart comes and sets up in front of my hot dog store that I have to pay the rent on and the power yeah, and all those that's other things. That's tragedy of the commons. It as is you indeed a tragedy earlier, of commons. So that should go away. Private property should replace the idea of a public a public property. That way, private property owners can set whatever rules they want. So clearly, if it was private property, then those situations wouldn't wouldn't occur. So anyway, I, I so I have it's a to happy say- ending, right? The uh, the little girls they got the I got a pizza party and they got their permit and the rules were bent just for them. Yeah, that's essentially what happened. Is the uh, the bureaucrats bent the rules? In but order they to learned make an important lesson, good. didn't they, Mark? Which you've got to go get a permit. That's right. You can't do business in this country unless you've asked permission first, because it's the land of the free, kids. We'd love to know if you actually think that somebody needs a permit. Whether we're talking about little girls with the uh, the Girl Scouts, or we're talking about some kids setting up a lemonade stand, or we're talking about an adult selling soda pop. Do you think that people should have to beg permission? They have to have it for uh, even uh, the the yard sales and things like in that. In some Ta- places. Tag sales or garage sales, whatever you want to call them in your section of the country. You have to have them just to, in, in many uh, municipalities to have the uh, – you have to have a permit. Yeah, 1-800-259-9231. Do you support that? And if so, please explain or bring up anything you want. This is Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 90 talk radio stations from Maine to Hawaii. We've been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation thrice. And five times the best political podcast from podcastawards.com. You can have access to our 90 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for as little as $500 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can enjoy the website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there for free, including the webcam, which allows you to watch, listen, and interact because the chat room is built into the same page. Go to cam.freetalklive.com to do that. That's cam.freetalklive.com. And know that the webcam is brought to you by Memory Dealers. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. They offer the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers at up to 99% off of list price. They have customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling, in stock, ready to ship, via overnight delivery. It's memorydealers.com. Now, there must be somebody out there that thinks that the Girl Scouts shouldn't be able to sell their cookies without a permit. At least that's what happened in, where was it again, Mark? It was uh, somewhere near in Georgia. Atlanta, um, you know, Villa something or other, Rico. Villa Rico? Uh, yeah, Villa Rica. Villa Rica in Georgia, the where police basically told uh, some little girls running a Girl Scout cookie stand that they, even though they had permission from the business owner where they had set the stand up in his parking lot, that uh, they needed permission from mommy government first. You can't just be selling these Girl Scout cookies. They might be poisoned. 
I mean, what what is the excuse, right? Is there any reasonable, uh, rational uh, idea as far as why this should happen? Can somebody please explain this to me? One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Besides, just we things, own you. It's it's to keep things orderly, I guess, is what the the claim would be. You can't just set up businesses willy nilly all over the place. Let's this talk. is a parking lot. It's meant for parking, not for for. Setting up businesses. So we'd like to get your thoughts. 800-259-9231. Of course, you're also welcome to bring up whatever's on your mind. Let's go to Neil listening in Kentucky to WGBF in in, uh, Indiana. Hello, Neil. Yes. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, I think you just ought to leave the the ones who put out these uh, licenses and stuff, you know, permits. Leave them alone. You know, I'm just saying. Friend of mine says you need to leave that alone. Wait, leave who alone? I'm sorry. Leave it alone. The, the permits. Let let them have permits. Who? You so you want make... us to leave the government people alone and just sit back yeah. and say nothing as they threaten people over trying to do business? Well, they're my friends. You know what I'm saying? Who? The government people? They're, they're in the, the guys that are doing this are in the family. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I see. No, <laughs> well, no this, uh, what I called about was the, uh, the fact that... Uh, <laughs> There is no real reason other than to, to build revenue. It's, it's indeed a revenue stream. Uh, the government wants to get the money out of you before you make or lose anything in business. They're going to get some money well, out of you for a any permit. Bus- any business has to have a permit to run their business. And now it's state and city and county. You've got to get all these different permits and stuff. Uh, I do understand regulating something like food or regulating, you know, uh, like the plumbers union. Why do, the, why do you the, understand that? I understand that you know you don't want shoddy work. Oh well, you well, must no. be confused. You could get shoddy work out of the cur- you could get shoddy cookies out of these Girl Scouts. Well, no, but- know, that's true too. So <laughs> yeah, I, you got a good point. Have you ever had a Have you ever had a licensed uh, contractor do shoddy a, sh- a shoddy job? That's true. Yeah, yeah I'm wrong, <laughs> but, but I can understand their thinking because that's how they convince us that they that we really need it. So let me tell you a quick story. I told this a couple of nights ago on the uh, on the show, but I'm sure you weren't listening. Um, I was at a. How do you know? Uh, there's just a chance. This is the weekend oh, okay. show. The chances are good you weren't listening. The weekend show tends to not be listened to. Uh, you know, the the weekend the weekday audiences tend to be different. So I was getting my teeth cleaned by a. Well, those gals that clean teeth. Um, and she had a certificate on the wall, and I was just kind of mentioning how it, it probably costs a lot to renew that every year and, you know, how, to, how it's kind of silly. And she could make more money if she didn't have it. She's, but, but she said, but this is – and I, I explained, you know, that, hey, look, mechanics don't have uh, these certifications uh, that from the government – excuse me, licenses from the government, although they do have individual uh, certifications from private companies. And she right. said, but ours is important. I could people can can kill you uh, cleaning your teeth if it's done improperly. And I'm not exactly. She didn't explain how that was done. I'm like, you don't have brakes on your car. Yeah. And it's just it just goes to show how each individual person in their area says, you know, it's important that we have licenses to keep other people com- from competing with me because my business is important. Right. Right. And in this, I mean, I know this is a stretch, but follow me on this. I can remember when. If you wore a Coca-Cola T-shirt or if you painted your car with, with cool cigarettes on the car, they paid you to do it. Now, we're paying <laughs> extra money to buy their shirts to advertise for them. It, it's the way they move our mindset from one place to the other and say, oh, you've got to have a permit. 
I mean, you know, the, the poor little girls, I don't care if they're selling cookies or, or doing brain surgery. you got to have a permit. Thanks for your thoughts tonight, Neil. I I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Now, to add to the story that you uh, already told once this week, Mark, I I didn't mean to mention last time when you told it, and I didn't, that uh, automotive technicians, many of them are what they call ASE certified. Or Mr. Goodwrench or something like that. Yeah. What are those? Those are certifications. Huh. But what does that mean? That means that the private market can go ahead and certify somebody probably better probably more effectively than the government can. And somehow or another, we can exist in a world where there are ASC certified mechanics mm-hmm. and uh, Goodwrench, uh, Mr. Goodwrench certified mechanics or whatever. I don't, I don't know yeah, everything about this are- stuff. And there are not. And you can choose between the two of them. Right. And somehow we are not sucked into a spinning vortex of chaos <laughs> that destroys Western civilization. People could die. You know, and, and I just... Yeah. It tickles me. It tickles. And, you know, I know plumbers. I got it. But somehow in Florida, you've got to be certified by the state of like somebody in Tallahassee knows exactly whether or not you can be a, a certified contractor. No, they just know if you've paid you're, up. You're going to run away with people's money. But up here in New Hampshire, there is no certification is that for true? a contractor. Anybody could build a house I'll if they damned. want to. And still, Wait a minute. These houses, houses have been here for 300 years. Well, it's an exaggeration, they, but they my... tear down those those things in Florida after forty. <laughs> Who wants to live in this little cinder block thing? We must tear it down and build a giant mansion on this postage yeah. stamp. So I think that pretty much lays it out there. I mean, the government regulations are nothing more than a cover for a group of men and women who are doing business at the threat of violence. Uh, they attempt to try to you know, p- portray themselves as the heroes out there keeping everybody safe from bad contractors and but, rip-offs. But in and- fact, it's the vast majority of builders and plumbers and auto mechanics and teeth cleaners and all those folks who do a good job that make the government inspectors look good because... They do the good job, and the inspectors don't have to do anything. Because they have anybody in the restaurant industry will tell you that it, it you know, the, the when the government comes through, if they don't have a problem with your boss for some reason, you know, right. they get a meal, they look at the ceiling, they look at the floor, they don't see any rats scurrying around. Ah, oh, you're signed off for another two years or whatever it is yeah, that they do. But in fact, it's the it's the franchise franchisee inspections and those kind of things that are really rigorous. Those are Far the ones more you, so. yeah you you have to really do something for. When companies police themselves, you'll often see far better policing than you will by the government. Well, yeah, and it's not just the company policing itself. It's also you know, the, the threat of competition. I mean, the fact that their employees that's could go somewhere. That's why they're policing themselves. Right. That's, uh, that's you know, their, their employees could go somewhere else. Their, their customers can go somewhere else. They could so. get sued for bad food. You can take control here at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Get the government out of regulation and allow the marketplace to provide competitive certifications available on a consensual basis. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Your thoughts are welcome. You can also bring up anything. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. We'll be right back. 
This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, bring up whatever you want. Also, your chance at a two-pack of the Toto Sack coming up. We'll tell you more about that in a little bit and give you the uh, the contest lines at that time. Our phone numbers for you to dial in and bring up whatever you want is 800-259-9231. Of course, we invite you to our website at freetalklive.com uh, where we've got archives. So if you've missed a moment of the show, click and download and get as many of them as you want. They go all the way back to late 2006. All of those archives are totally free for you thanks to HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. You can get a dot anything over there at hostgator.freetalklive.com. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. They've got more than 4,500 templates from which to choose. So whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, you can let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. You'll get a 99.9% uptime guarantee, a 45-day money-back guarantee, 24-7 technical support. And if you use the portal that we've created for HostGator, that's hostgator.freetalklive.com, you'll get your first month completely free. You can go to HostGator.com and get uh, all these other things I've mentioned, but you get your first month completely free by going going through HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com. We're talking about permits, regulations. What started the conversation is yet another story of some basically children, uh, Girl Scouts, that were targeted because they were running a Girl Scout cookies booth, and they what were what a surprise! I mean, you know, the only time I see Girl Scouts, they've got cookies in their hands, you they, know, right. or an order form. They were they, they were told that they can't do that. You've got to go and fill out a permit form, which be which that sorry that means you're begging permission. When you're asking to do to, for permission to do something, you are putting yourself in the role of saying, "I am subservient to you." Oh, almighty government uh, workers, I am the one who is serving you. I am the one who is obeying your every demand. I thought that the Constitution was kind of set up so that we would each individually be a country of sovereigns. You know, the the folks of the Revolutionary War, they fought a war against a king. You know, we don't need your type around here anymore, that kind of thing. We'll each be kings of our own little property. And so you would think on your own property, you'd be able to do business as you wish. But... Surprise, step by surprise. step, degree by degree, it all gets taken away. Yeah, let's talk to you. Get your thoughts. Uh, of course, you're welcome to also bring up anything. 800-259-9231. Ladies come first. Betsy is on the line listening to WFLA in Clearwater, Florida. Hey, Betsy. Hey, how are you doing? Thanks hey. for taking my call. Thanks for being here. Go ahead with your thoughts. Um, I just wanted to comment on the uh, the police officer that was uh, giving the Girl Scouts, I guess, a hard time about not having a permit. I, you know, typically on, on situations like that, police officers are usually responding to um, complaint. somebody complaining. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm, I, as far as the police discretion is concerned, I don't think they necessarily saw the the incident and and you know initiated the stop on their own. They probably went ahead and tried, you know, was called by somebody else. who That is probably probably true. However, they can still use discretion. Well, I mean, did he he cite them with a fine or did, you know, is there anything that... He, he probably was. He threatened them somebody. and demanded they stop doing the. Well, he the said that they're going to have to stop. He, and somebody, he, but typically, you you have what I'm saying is that they they're only going to respond if somebody's complaining to um, whoever the authorities might be, and, and um, 
in this instance, too, which there's a little bit of irony there, the, the authority is probably the local government, the mayor. His his local government is, you know, is probably the, the group that um, had the ordinance or adopted the ordinance that said, you know, hey, we, we have to have a permit to sell things on, on this right away or whatever it may be. Right. That's, that's a that's a local government function, not necessarily the state government. Right. We didn't so, say it was the state government. Uh, if no, we use the term state, was, then we meant in general for government. She's um, just pointing out that you said the I'm, cops I'm had discretion. They and do. It, they, they have a certain level. Well, what, what are they going to tell the complainant? I mean, the, the person who complained has get, get a they, life. They have to pay for cops. That's their, you know, they're they're forced to pay through their property taxes and that's the law. Cops are there to enforce the law. They are law enforcement officers. You call them. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you can't very I, I the only time the cops will refuse to enforce the law is when it's on other cops. Uh, otherwise, they're generally <laughs> going to go ahead and they're going to enforce the law if that's the law at, you know, they could tell the complainant. The caller's absolutely right. They could tell What are you talking about? They can tell the complainant we've investigated the situation situation determined we're not taking any action have a nice day well it it depends on if they're acting in the role of an actual police officer or is it this a code enforcement um officer who can choose to cite them with a ordinance violation or whatever uh, that they may be i don't i don't know that the report said anything about it it doesn't matter violation. to me whether they're going to call it a code violation or is, a criminal says, no, but i'm just officer. saying on who's who's responding you know this says a police officer responded and that the uh, yeah. that the families had to spend the afternoon at the police department and i don't know even, what, i don't know whether that I'm, means they went there to complain you know uh, mm-hmm. and shake their girl scout badges at them or whether they went there because they were forced to go that's i don't a good know the point. answer that's actually a good point because we don't know exactly what they're there for but the the irony that I was trying to point out is you mentioned that the mayor later on went went back and said, hey, I'm going to have a pizza party for you. Um, it's probably his agency, the, the city council or, or town council, whatever it may be, that adopted this ordinance and that instituted it. And, and you know, that he probably signed it. Says, you know, well typically yeah he or somebody in his position signed this this uh, little ordinance Mm -hmm. into law yeah i don't care whose law it is i don't care if it's the city government or the state government it's wrong and people need to be left alone don't you agree well, it, it depends on, you know, each community is left up to its own. Well, know, no, no, no. It, See, the communities the communities don't have rights. Only there's individuals. a busybody in every community, so only, it's, it's a bit of a dodge. Only individuals no. have rights. So I don't care if the rest of the people uh, don't want, or, you know, if a portion of the people mm-hmm. don't want me to sell my Girl Scout cookies or have my daughter sell Girl Scout cookies. Mm-hmm. I don't care what they think. It's my yeah. property. I, mean, I should be able to do that with my daughter if that's what we want to do. There's a lot of things that are regulated on people's private property. For example, that doesn't I, I matter. That, that, that's so no, what? No, it does matter. It's, this is another regulation. Right. Indeed, so you're using exactly the excuse. You're, you're using, using the excuse that because there's always been tyranny, that we should have a little bit more, right? <laughs> no, I'm trying to finish a sentence. Go ahead. What, what I'm trying to say is that um, the there is going to be regulations in any any society. We are not going to have chaos. I mean, it's just, it's. And I'm sure you're not saying Ma'am, that. Ma'am, I live in New Hampshire no where there's a place called Grafton. They don't no. have any zoning you, uh, regulations in, whatsoever. Are you actually in New Hampshire? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, well, that's one of the commu- that's one of the areas. They, they're very strong not having any government regulation, but there are other communities that that um, need it. Actually, so would you support then what this, would you then support what happened to the Girl Scouts in this case? 
I don't know. I don't know exactly what all the facts are. Wow, I mean, that you can even right do, you can even slime your way out of that question is amazing <laughs> to me. Now, well, are you a politician? Well, no. Uh, do you work for the government? Yes. What uh, What's your department? Well, come on. Uh, I'm an attorney. <laughs> oh, very interesting. Thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Gee, what a surprise. She supports the regulations. Why is that? Because attorneys write them, typically, and attorneys get uh, paid to enforce, you know, to consult for governments and work for governments and enforce these laws. And, of course, a lot of attorneys run for political office so they can create more laws so them and their attorney buddies can have more laws that people can be violating and hire them to defend them on. It is the government of the lawyers for the lawyers by the lobbyists. Your thoughts are welcome. 800-259-9231. Let's talk to, I believe, Roger is listening to WSNO in Barrie, Vermont. Hello, Roger. Hey, how are you? Hey, Roger. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, I think you guys are, um, I think you guys are absolutely correct um, in, in everything that, uh, that you're saying. Wait a minute. Don't you? Are you saying you support chaos and just people starting their own businesses without? <laughs> That's what you guys have in Vermont there, where people have businesses right out of their homes. You've got chaos. Hold on, Roger. We're going to bring you back here in a moment. I'd love to get some more thoughts from you, if you don't mind. We'll uh, come back with Roger. I want to make sure we give you the two pack of the Tota Sack, though, right now. If you want to be able to bring the groceries back in from the car, for me, it's one trip. The Tota Sack makes it happen. It's an awesome little handle that will help you do this uh, task. Go to totasack.us, T-O-T-A-S-A-K.us to learn more about it, to order a family pack. That's totasack.us. But if you call now, you'll win a two-pack. Uh, call 603-435-1105. This is our special contest line. It's 603-435-1105 to win a two-pack of the Tota Sack. More Free Talk Live coming up. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks, and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition of the program. You can dial in toll-free, bring up anything that you want, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features free if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live. Shop with us. We've got Amazon, the world's largest internet superstore with dozens of categories and i don't know millions of items seems like they've got quite a few things if you're looking for something odds are good amazon sells it and you can enter amazon through our special link over at shop.freetalklive.com you'll see international links for amazon as well so shop.freetalklive.com when you enter amazon through that link Free Talk Live will get a portion of your purchase. Once again, that's shop.freetalklive.com. If you've been paying attention to any kind of financial news, you know the other shoe is about to drop when it comes to, well, the United States status, uh, the dollar as the world reserve currency. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure how, what it's going to look like when uh, the currency collapses, but when it does you're probably going to want to have some gold and silver on hand so that you can use it as, say, a barter currency at that time, maybe a hedge against inflation if things don't get quite as bad as I imagine, perhaps an investment. I mean, gold and silver have both shot up over the last couple of years. Maybe, you, maybe you've uh, looked into getting gold and silver. It's been confusing to you. Maybe you just don't know where to go buy. 
Free Talk Live has made it easy for you. Go to gold.freetalklive.com. We have gold and silver pieces there intended to not get you to buy a bunch of collector coins or anything like that, just to get gold and silver into your hands if that's what you want to have. Also, we have a layaway plan. There's a telephone number there you can call. Uh, if you don't have enough money to buy gold and silver right now, you can put it on layaway and pay every time you get your paycheck. You know you should be saving this stuff. We make it easy for you. Gold.freetalklive.com. We're continuing to discuss uh, permits, regulations. Uh, what started this was that some Girl Scouts had their stand threatened uh, by the police, uh, threatened to be shut down, and uh, it's not an uncommon story. Kids have lemonade stands and things like that threatened quite frequently across the country. But it brings up the main issue of, well, it shouldn't just be kids that are exempted from these laws. These laws shouldn't exist in the first place. Uh, human but the beings. Kids, when, they do, when they do it to kids, it looks really bad. Right. It just, right. It it looks awful for them, but the the principle is the, still the same, Mark. Just because you happen to be an adult doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to do business without asking somebody's permission. If you have the right to pursue happiness, then that that's all part of that right. The right to pursue happiness means to, for me to be happy, I need to be providing people with products and services that make them happy so they'll give me what it is that I want that I can use to make my life better. I mean, that's my pursuit of happiness. But I can't do it unless I beg permission first in most places. There are probably some places where you can, but in most places in this country, there are plenty of regulations and, and laws and permits and such that, uh, that get in your way. And we had this government lawyer call in to say, well, because there are other regulations, this regulation's fine too. Which is, of course, how we got to where we are. When somebody, whoever it was, passed the first regulation, however many, you know, 100 years ago or whatever, yes. that uh, people went along Thou with. Thou shalt not shod horses upon this thoroughfare between right. noon and 6 p.m. on the Lord's Day. As soon as people looked at that and said, oh, yeah, that sounds reasonable. We'll go along with that. That was the beginning of the end because then it was another hundred after that and another thousand on top of that and now there are so many regulations you couldn't even possibly know what they all are a regulation is some other guy telling you what you can do on your property i'm not at the threat of violence well yeah like i'm gonna come hey i'm gonna come over there and i'm gonna stick that uh, horseshoe right up your butt if you don't do what i say let's talk to uh, roger he's uh, been waiting patiently uh, listening in vermont in the barry area to wsno roger go ahead with your thoughts hey i I think you guys are right on i'm i'm a 54 year old man and uh Never in my life have I seen the disdain and, and just the, the utter uh, attack on, uh, on corporate America and business owners and, and people who are out there trying to make a living. Um, you know, this, this whole situation is, is, it fundamentally goes down to why does government exist? And most politicians will tell you that government exists to settle conflicts and and solve problems. But what they fail to understand is that we have this incredible thing in the United States called the free market system that handles things way better than they ever could or do. And um, ultimately, in the end, uh, when you look at the situation from top to bottom, uh, it's ridiculous. It it is not uh, most of it. Uh, except in rare, extreme cases, is um, organized crime. It's a Absolutely. tax on a business owner. That's it all it operate. is. It's a protection racket all the way. And, you know, I agree with almost everything you said, except for the fact, if, except for the claim that there is a free market in this country. There's a market, but it's not free because there's it's all kinds of regulations. It's trying to be free. <laughs> right. The market would love to be free, uh, but there are all kinds well, of... Uh, yes, yes I, I agree with you there as well, yeah. but... But you, you look at, it, at, at the way that we, we – here we are, 
with uh, the housing meltdown, the banking meltdown, uh, all of these cases, cases where government had to get involved and regulate and regulate and regulate. And ultimately, what did they end up doing? Making it four trillion times worse. Yep. Yep. They regulate us right into poverty. Thanks for your thoughts, Roger. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Let's bring Madonna on listening in Janesville, Wisconsin, to WCLO. Hello, Madonna. Yes. Hey, you're on the air. Um, yes, you know, we do have our rights until they make new laws to exempt that right and take it away from us. And when you get, you know, to the Girl Scouts, they're not alone because if you want to uh, maybe fix up, add something to your house or put on a roof, you know, there's a there's a permit that you have to buy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Their way of extorting more money for us, from us, rather, Absolutely. And it will continue on and on. They always dream up something new. But as far as the Girl Scouts having to pay this, do you realize how little they get from their cookie sales? I and bet it's not much. Uh, you know, I would think that like the Girl Scouts U.S., you know, like the big organization would be, I, I would imagine, the, the cookies probably have to go through a cookie manufacturer, then through Girl Scouts U.S. or Girl Scouts International or whatever, yes. and then perhaps through a uh, uh, the pack and then on down to the den. Is that how it works, Madonna? Well, I know the den gets very little. They're den leaders and Girl Scout leaders. They're all volunteers. They get no pay whatsoever. Sure. The the ones at the top, they make very good money. I bet they do. Especially at, what is it, six bucks a box or something crazy like that? It just keeps <laughs> I going buy up. them every year. <laughs> They're getting smaller, and the price goes up. Yep. Yep. They continue to flourish and so much that they fund Planned Parenthood. Really? Yes. And because of that, I have not bought a Girl Scout cookie since the 70s. Now, what is the, what is the objection to Planned Parenthood? I'm just curious. Parenthood does a lot of good, but Planned Parenthood does a lot of damage to the unborn babies. What, is it, what does that mean? Government funds Planned Parenthood, too. There's mm. just, a, you know, there is so much that really is done in this world that is wrong, and, and we just keep going downhill. But I, you know, sure, I sure. I totally understand where you're coming from. But what is it that they do to the un- unborn babies at Planned Parenthood? Do they, they do them. abortions at yes, Planned Parenthood? Yes, absolutely they do. That's abortion. Yes. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know they, uh, they offered those services there. I, th- I thought that they offered contraceptive services and, uh, and educational services. But I I'm sure know they offer that, too. They actually did uh, abortions at the Planned Parenthood location. You know, and, and, and everybody's got their opinion on it, but once, uh, but I think people need to know that if, if that's the truth. I couldn't say that's the truth. I mean, I think people should uh, look it up online to make sure. But if, if that's so, then I think that uh, you know, the average person that's buying cookies ought to know that. Well, also, and if the Girl Scouts need a permit... Then you know the uh, the national should buy that permit for them. Well, thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever's on your mind. Let's uh, continue here. You can bring up anything, and we'll talk to Kevin listening to KBBO in Yakima, Washington. Hello, Kevin. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Um, well, actually, I just want to comment. You know, just say hey, thank you guys for doing this radio show. It's awesome. Uh, I live in Yakima, Washington. It's uh, kind of a conservative town, so it's a breath of fresh air to hear you guys. Well, we've been um, on there, I, I actually. Really, Yakima is uh, one of our oldest, uh, longest-running affiliates. Really? Uh, really? So, yeah, you can yeah. Get, get us every weekend. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, because every, every weekend I listen to you guys, and it's awesome every time. So what are your thoughts um, tonight? Really, um, well, I want to comment really quickly on the, on the whole permit issue. I, you know, I kind of do think it's a really ridiculous about that. 
Um, I guess from my point of view, more or less, is um, I do a public access show, t- uh, television show here in Yakima. And uh, some t- like this, there was this one time here a few years ago where we kind of got harassed about having a video permit or having to have a film permit uh, when we were on location once. Um, so, honestly, I, I think permits are, you know, kind of ridiculous. You should be able to do what you want. What, did ha- what uh, happened but, to you in that case? I mean, did, what well, did they- it, it's, it's actually kind of a funny story, actually. Um, well, we, we were on location one day, and I can't remember the exact story, because what we do is like a, it's like kind of a talk show, sketch-based uh, TV show. And uh, what happened was we were on location one day, and we were... Uh, Doing a sketch where we were uh, peeing, quote unquote. We had a we had a little device uh, with a pump on it. We had, we were pumping apple juice out of, mm-hmm. making it look like we were peeing on things. And we actually went up to uh, the city hall here in town. We did it there. <laughs> really? And they gave you trouble? <laughs> well, it, no, no. Actually, um, it, it, at the city hall. I love the idea hall, of peeing we on city hall. That's hilarious. <laughs> Thanks for the call tonight, man. I appreciate it. We're going to move on here. Hour number two is next. You can take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. These bureaucrats are out of control. It's Free Talk Live. (laughs) You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal. But something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait. There's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to libertystickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of this, the live Saturday edition of the program. You dial in toll-free, bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231 is the number. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. It's 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website where the features are completely free, unlike those other talk show hosts in the business that want to charge you for their sites. We do it free. Freetalklive.com. For those of you just tuning in, last hour, the story was out of... Uh, was it Villa something or Rica. other? Villa Rica, Georgia, where I checked by the way, and there's approximately I think four thousand or so people. So this is not a very large place. Odds are good they don't even have a code enforcement division. Uh, it's it's likely the Villa police that are doing whatever kind of enforcement is uh, is necessary. And indeed, the police came and threatened the Girl Scouts for selling cookies in a parking lot, a privately owned parking lot. A uh, business owner's parking lot. Well, which, you say the term threatened, and I think the average person, when they hear threatened, is like, you little girls better get out of here. And that's not what they did. They said, look, parents, you're going to need a permit for this. Uh, you know, sorry, that's just the way it is. They told them they will have to shut down. Yep, shut and, down. And th- that is a threat, because if you oh, don't it is a shut threat. down. I agree that it's a threat. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I want to make sure that we're communicating this story properly. They didn't brandish their weapons, if that's what you mean, but they certainly made a threat. That'd be a heck of a story, wouldn't it? You don't Pulling, uh, drawing down on the Girl Scouts. <laughs> uh, we're not that far off, Mark, from that actually occurring at some point. I mean, they, they could come to the Girl Imagine this, Mark. Uh, they could come to the Girl Scouts booth 
They could threaten the Girl Scouts without the intention of pulling their arms, but the Girl Scouts may have brought one of their dogs with them. And the dog, you know, being a friendly little mutt, as uh, many dogs are that would hang out with Girl Scouts, uh, would come out and happily approach the police officer. And the police officer bark in greeting. Right. And the police officer would recoil back in fear, reach for his firearm, draw it as quickly as possible, and blast the dog's guts out right in front of the little girls. That's, I think, where this story's going next. Well... <laughs> Because um, cops do that all the time with right, dogs. Right, right. What, what the, the average listener may not realize is that uh, there's there's probably a dog shooting story every single week in this country. Don't we have one tonight? Uh, didn't you have one in your show prep or something like that? Uh, no, I got, I've got i got uh, dogs being used at airports, uh, U.S. airports, to sniff for oh, money. I'm sorry. I saw it on the front page at freetalklive.com. Somebody dropped another dog killing yeah, uh, story it's, it there. It happens constantly. Oh, yeah. it was uh, you know There was a situation where a dog was killed. And this one's another one where the cops were at the wrong address, so they just shoot somebody's dog. Yep. They came to the wrong place. It was threatening me. There, there's one a video that this woman had. Uh, you know, she was running video outside her house, and uh, the cop comes up to ask for directions. The dog comes running out of the house. He shoots it. Yep. So that's I think you know that's where I could go next. But anyway, our point being that uh, these poor Girl Scouts were threatened over running a uh, a cookie stand. Of course, the mayor came to the rescue and he pulled the strings to get the permit taken care of quickly in a day's time and had him back out on the streets and and he's the hero of the the whole situation, which of course is just absolutely political pandering and ludicrous. But really, this brings up the issue: not just should kids be able to do things without having to be entrepreneurial, without having to beg for a permit, but shouldn't we all? Shouldn't all of us be free to start our own businesses without begging some bureaucrats' permission first? So, you know, people have been telling their stories, their thoughts about uh, permits, and certainly would love to have yours as well at 800-259-9231. And also regulations, which are really nothing more uh, than a protection racket for existing businesses to keep them from uh, being competed with by new upstarts with new innovative ideas, but maybe not quite as much money as uh, as the old guard. 800-259-9231. Let's continue here. Larry is listening in our very own Keene, New Hampshire, to W. UKBK. Hello, Larry. Larry? Hello. Hey, you're yeah, on just, Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, you guys are totally correct. Uh, if anybody has any doubts, uh, I came here from New York. And, really? And no kidding. Tell you, <laughs> yeah, let me tell you what they did to us in New York, if anybody has any uh, questions of how bad it can get. First of all, they hire an entire bureaucracy of code enforcement people and and if your grass is over the legal limit of five inches, you get a hundred dollar fine per day until you cut it. Point of information: then, Where in New York? Is that New York City? There's no grass uh, in, New York City. In, in Long Island, okay. and, and they do it in Florida and various other states. Yeah, sure, they roof, do places in Florida. Yeah. If your roof needs repair, it's a hundred bucks a day until you uh, start the project. Uh, then your garbage cans in New York have to be uh, one in, one has glass, one has paper. <laughs> And uh, you get fines if they find a bottle in the paper. It's ridiculous. On and on and on. And you couldn't possibly know what they all are. It's impossible to have any personal knowledge as to what all of these these rules are. Yeah, and and, uh, aside the fact that they're paying these idiots... $50,000, $60,000 Fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year to sit around driving around busting everybody's chops and, right. and whatever you know. It's crazy. Well, and the benefits uh, that they have. Forget about it. Oh yeah, yeah. Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what inspired uh, I, I, you to move, Larry, uh, from New York to New Hampshire? Well, that's one of the reasons. <laughs> I bet it was. I uh, I was the guy who called up about your heavy breathing, which has gone down quite a bit. Oh, I'm working on it, Larry. Yeah, it sounds great. All right. And hey, now, there you go. Grafton. What's that? 
Where is Grafton? Grafton is up uh, in, I guess, not quite northern. It's like central New Hampshire. I think it's kind of to the west of Concord, yeah. northwest maybe of uh, Concord. Yeah, about, about by Lebanon. Well, I'm going to take a trip up there. Yeah, there's, there's not much to see. Yeah, uh, right. There's a reason there's oh, no code right. enforcement there. It's the woods. Yeah, if I don't have to see the code enforcement guys, I'd, I'd go go eat lunch somewhere over here's, there. Here's what I'd recommend you do, uh, Larry. Anybody else interested in Grafton, go to freegrafton.com. There's a great blog site that originates from Grafton. It really kind of keeps up to date with some of the things that are happening up there. And it might be a good way to get connected with some of the other liberty-minded people up that way. And, Larry, I thank you for the call tonight. appreciate hearing from you. Man, I, I feel awful for people living in New York City and, and those places. New York is called the Empire State for a reason. Yeah, they're building they really, the empire there. They really live up to that name. 1-800-259-9231. Let's continue. Richard is listening to WKMQ in Tupelo, Mississippi. Hey, Richard. Hey, and thanks for taking my call. Thank you, sir. Go ahead, sir. Hey, listen, aren't the Girl Scouts just getting what they deserve? I mean, shouldn't <laughs> they be thrown in, in jail? I think, that, I think so, really. Ignorance because, of the law is no excuse. Hey, listen. The Boy Scouts, the Girl Scouts, that statism, they promote statism. It's the true. whole idea is to indoctrinate those children while they're young. So now they're getting a taste of their own medicine. This is what the state does, kids. Okay. It's good. And you, you're right I'm, about that. There usually is uh, a very pro state theme that is enwrapped yeah, within these organizations. The, flag, the whole bit. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that the American people are getting what they deserve. They're like a drunk laying in the gutter with their face right down in the puke that's where the drunk belongs he did it to himself Okay. You know what? I think you're right, and and we haven't really pointed that out yet. So, like, first off, the American people is uh, collectivism, right? Um, So each individual themselves, we've all been taught, you know, put your hand over your heart, you know, say a little prayer to the flag and, uh, you know, the God of America and all that stuff. And we've been taught that from from a very young age. Peeling that onion is a – it's a long and arduous process. Many people don't even know you should do it. It sounds blasphemous to even suggest so. And most people live their lives without suggesting force be used upon their neighbor, uh, you know, most of the time. And it's it's really an issue of education. Well, I have to disagree with you on that. I'm not an apologist for the American people. They worship the state. They love the state. Now, you guys have principles. You have made the cause of liberty. That's your cause. But the American people, they're nihilistic, they're uh, hedonistic, they have, they're, they're, they're uh, morally bankrupt. Well, now, I, hold on a second. I'm a bit of a hedonist. I mean, not, not all the way, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I like things you that have, feel good. You have principles. I've listened to your show. Yeah. You, have, you guys have a cause. You both have principles. And it's like you said earlier, Mark, this country started out with liberty. But they gave well, it away. The American people want someone to take care of them. Liberty entails you have to now take responsibility. I generally agree with what he's saying, Mark. I, I know where you're coming from, Mark, saying that he's saying the American people, and that obviously includes everybody, so it's not really a fair statement. But generally, Americans are very docile and very right. obedient. I'm getting whatever the other guy is getting, and I'm not standing yeah. for it. <laughs> That's true. I'm just saying there's a small fraction of the population that subscribes to your ideas it's where, true. Vi- where violence is wrong. The American people, look at the militarism we have right now. Absolutely. The Americans love violence. 
Richard, you and sound you like you would fit right in here in the Free State Project uh, in New Hampshire, and I thank you for the call. I hope you'll consider it because we need the people that believe in liberty to come together to the same place. That's why we moved from Florida to Keene, New Hampshire. You can go to freestateproject.org to learn more. We'll tell you about the Pork Fest coming up in a moment. You can take control as well, 800-259-9231. Free Talk Live. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event is what you make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November 2011. But you need to reserve your berth now. They're as low as $535 double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today. Cruise.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program, and you can take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that you'll find there completely free. Again, freetalklive.com. Features including the wiki with over 2,000 pages created by listeners just like you. W-I-K-I wiki. .freetalklive.com will get you there. You can edit virtually anything you see, wiki.freetalklive.com. And so I mentioned the Porcupine Freedom Festival a few moments ago in uh, tangent with the Free State Project. It is an event that the Free State Project puts on on a yearly basis. And as I mentioned, Mark and myself are participants in the Free State Project. We made the move to New Hampshire back in 2006 as part of the Free State Project. We're, we're early movers. In fact, everybody that has made the move so far, the hundreds of people, that have picked up their lives and their families and their, their businesses and have moved to New Hampshire in the last several years have all been early movers. The Free State Project still hasn't quite reached its goal. We're over halfway there uh, with over 10,600 people signed up and pledged to make the move to New Hampshire. 10,600 people who agreed with the statement that the maximum role of government is the protection of life, liberty, and is it uh, protection of property? property? Yeah. So uh, so that's the maximum role of government. Of course, within that is also my viewpoint, which is there should be no uh, coercive government. And there's quite a few people like that here as well. So all kinds of people that believe in more freedom, liberty in our lifetime, achieving that have come here to New Hampshire and more are still to come. And the Porcupine Freedom Festival is the pinnacle event of the year for the Free State Project. It brings those hundreds of people together to the same place. Rogers Campground is where it's going to take place this year, June 20th. Through the 26th. Can't come all week? Don't worry about it. Come for the weekend. Come for whenever you can because it is a blast and really empowering and exciting to be around other people who think like you do. To where when you have your first conversation with somebody, you don't have to cover the basics about the ideas of liberty. They're already there. They understand what it means to be free. They understand that in order to be free, you have to allow others to also be free. So if that sounds like a group of people you might enjoy spending the week with, you should go to porkfest.com to learn more. Free Talk Live will be broadcasting live from there. Yeah, There'll be all, all kinds of things going on, uh, everything from family fun to agorism uh, to all kinds of parties. I mean, it's just an absolute blast. I think uh, Buzz's Big Gay Dance Party is scheduled <laughs> yet again this year. It was a huge hit last year. I mean, just all kinds of stuff going on. There's also family events going on. I said that, family yeah, fun. Yeah, I, I, well, you mentioned Buzz's Big Wait, Gay Dance Party. Wait, what's not family about Buzz's Big Gay Dance Party? It I would bring my family, family to it. Right. You don't have a family. Wouldn't you bring Jack to Buzz's big gay dance party? And there's probably something funny going on, and I don't think Buzz would, uh, <laughs> that uh, Jack would entirely get it. Get it. But, I, you know, I, I, I don't think I got to... S- 
I don't think I got to see Buzz's big game. I didn't. I slept, unfortunately, last year. I was so tired. So uh, I, I, I can't draw any conclusions about it. But the, I've seen the pictures the in the video. The name will throw off a certain yeah. amount of uh, yeah. family-type folks. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Anyway, it's a, it's a blast, and there's a lot to do. Basically, liberty-loving people take over the campground. Go to porkfest.com to get registered. Use our discount code to save 20% on your early bird registration, which is cheap. It's like 25 bucks, and then knock 20% off of that. So really, 20 bucks. Uh, go to porkfest. That's pork with a C, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com to learn more. Get registered. Use our discount code, which is free talk live without any spaces. Free talk live to save 20%. Porkfest.com as we continue with your phone calls. Uh, I think we've got Pete listening in Clearwater to WFLA. Pete, are you there? Pete? Hello. Hey, Pete, you're on the air. Go ahead with your thoughts. How are you doing? I've got to tell you a story I had here. Recently, I had, well, not recently, several years ago, I had a roof put on my uh, house, and, of course, I needed a permit. Mm. So um, upon completion of the work, I, I called in and had them inspected, called in for an inspection. They told me to be out there within you know a couple of days. Well, they came out, and I came home from work, and I looked at my permit, all excited, thinking that uh, <clears throat> I'd go ahead and get it approved, and I see that there's a red flag on it. Oh, boy. So I walk up, and, of course, it's a $50 fine, and I read it, and I uh, couldn't quite understand it. So I call the permit department, which is the uh, building department, and I ask them, I says, um, why did I get denied? And they says, well, you need to provide a ladder. I said, a ladder for what? They said, well, the, for the inspector to get up and, and look at the uh, – wait a minute, it gets better. I said, well, when I call the police, do I provide bullets? When I call the fire department, do I provide the water? I mean, what's, I, what are my taxes for? Wait, did, did they, they said, fine well, you for saying that? <laughs> No, they didn't. But I, I, <laughs> you're going to be surprised who I tell you who I am afterwards. Right. But anyway, so I went ahead and I, I said, okay, fine, no problem. I hung up the phone. I called the contractor. I said, man, I'm really sorry. I got to get it inspected. So I called my dad, God rest his soul. He said, dad, you still got that old ladder? Oh, God. He says, well, yes. And I said, okay, uh, I need it. He goes, son, you can't use that ladder. I said, well, I'm not going to use it. <laughs> I said, uh, I've got an inspector that's tipping about a, a light 290 pounds. I said, I need him to use the ladder. So I picked up the ladder, brought it over to my house. I stuck it up there, and I propped it up on the roof. Like I said, the next day I called. Uh, that afternoon I called. The next day he comes in, and I pulled my car in the, in the garage so it's like nobody was home. Um, I sat inside the house, and I was peeking out my little blinds, and he's standing at the, at the roadway looking up on top. Well, a few minutes later, I see him over at the permit, and he starts signing off. Well, I go out the front door. <laughs> I said, hi, how are you doing, Jim? Oh, gosh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Oh. <laughs> I, said, uh, I said, how are you doing? He goes, not too bad. Hey, look, everything's okay. I said, well, listen, I didn't hear you on top of the roof. <laughs> he said, well, I can't use that ladder. I said, no, 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 no. You're going to climb on there and inspect it. He said, well, I can't. I mean, see, I'm going to fall. I said, well, listen, when I called, you told me, when I told the lady that, that I needed to get inspected, and afterwards I, I said something to her, she said, well, read, very rudely, she said, well, read yeah, the permit. Right. I said, sure as heck, it did say I needed a ladder. Well, I didn't see it. So anyway, he calls a supervisor. They call the other branch of the building department, who, who uh, was the maintenance division. They bring a ladder, and I force him to get on with their ladder and inspect the roof. Okay. So who are you? <laughs> I'm a police officer in that city. Uh. <laughs> so, if you want to play the rules straight across the game, uh, straight across, then you go ahead and do it. I think uh, that's hilarious that you out. busted them. You busted them yeah. being slackass on uh, on the job. They had their Absolutely. ladder. And they, that's awesome. And, and you know what's great? Uh, the thing about the, the, the little Girl Scouts, you're right. Police officers in my day used discretion. And that's what today, when, when I was a police officer, you, you got sworn in on a high school diploma. Today, you have your four-year degree 
uh, educated, self-centered, selfish little police officers that walk around. And uh, in my day, we used to say that the badge uh, does not make them the, the police officer. The police officer makes the badge. You sound and, you sound more like a peace-oriented officer to me. They called you know they used to call them peace officers back in the day. Was that your day? My day. I love the people. Today they shoot them. <laughs> wow! Wow! Hey, yeah, have you heard of law enforcement? Against, area, we, just I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. As an aside, have you heard of law enforcement against prohibition? No, I haven't. Uh, how do you feel about prohibition? Prohibition on on anything. Well, uh, I think I think the, the, what they what they really ought to do is take advantage of all the taxes that we can get on marijuana. Mm, okay. Okay. Now, as far as the other drugs, I'm going to be I'm going to be sta- I'm going to have to stand by on that because I've seen some uh, some behavioral problems and, and uh, I'm sure you have. Yeah, but, I, but as I far as the marijuana, there's nothing years- better than drinking. I felt the same way a few years ago. Uh, go to law, uh, leap, L-E-A-P dot C-C and check out uh, Law Enforcement Against Prohibition. They may have some things to say there that might be of interest to you. Very they persuasive. Can, they can speak in a, in a manner that we can't. Uh, they can speak law enforcement officer to law enforcement officer. And right. uh, it's, it's a really great uh, organization. Yeah, absolutely. That's Law Enforcement Against Prohibition. Their website, leap dot C-C. And thank you so much for the call. I awesome, appreciate it. Awesome call. Thanks. Appreciate hearing from you. Great story, too. one 800 Busted. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. 1-800-259-9231. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Carnation Breakfast Essentials. Helping your family get off to a nutritious start every day. Mornings can be chaotic, but a little advanced work will take the pressure off. The night before, organize backpacks and put them at the door, along with anything else that your kids need for the day. Set a timer for five minutes before departure to give everyone a chance to mobilize, and off you go. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and we invite you to take control of the airwaves. You can bring up anything you'd like, and you can enjoy our website as well. You'll find all kinds of features there, including listening options. Uh, We've got streams, broadband and dial-up flavors, both of them running around the clock. You can listen to the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24-7 right there at listen.freetalklive.com and also learn more about our other listening options, including 93 great radio stations from coast to coast that carry the show, our webcam, uh, listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance, and our free-to-air satellite feed, which means you can get our satellite feed with no monthly subscription cost. So go to listen.freetalklive.com to learn more. LearnLiberty.org is a new site featuring libertarian talks and lectures on a variety of topics. It's a great way to explore new avenues within the libertarian experience. Brush up on political, economic, and philosophical terms like public choice and confirmation bias. More videos are being added daily. This is a very professional-looking site. You'll enjoy the experience of going there. You can go see uh, Steve Horowitz tackle the ever-present question, Are the poor really getting poorer? And also, uh, they, they have a longer and full, they have long, full-length uh, lectures from people as, uh, such as uh, West Point professor Rob McDonald and the, uh, American, on the American Founding and by Townsend Econ professor Howie 
Bateser on incentives and institutions. Go check out LearnLiberty.org. And that uh, live read is brought to you by the great Osborno. All right. We're going to continue taking your phone calls about what you want. Uh, Let's talk to Dan listening to WGMD-FM in Maryland. Dan, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, fellas. Uh, Sounds like you're having a nice party up there in New Hampshire. Welcome. Welcome, sir. What's on your mind? Yeah. uh, Remember uh, Mayberry RFD where Opie throws the uh, fishing pole into the lake and then he starts just, you know, fishing in the previews? Well, boy, those days. Andy Griffith. Yeah. Yeah, Andy Griffith. Mm -hmm. Those days are over. You have to have a license in your pocket. You have to have a ruler in your tackle box. You have to have the pliers. I mean, you got to have everything under control and understand what you're catching now just to be able to fish around this territory anymore. Do you think it's Crazy. true for kids too? I'm just I, I don't know. I'm you know I'm not I'm not a big fisherman. I, I'll go out with my father-in-law out uh, in the Tampa and you know the Sarasota Bay or uh, Tampa Bay if uh, if if he wants to go. But you know, as you far mean as if going, kids are out alone because if yeah. they're with an adult, they could be targeted. But you mean if they're just out kids yeah. with kids? Do you think that they'll go after just kids? Yes, they will walk up to their uh, cooler and, and have them open up the cooler just to check and see what the uh, catch looks like in size. Hmm. And they will measure the fish too, right down to. Probably about the uh, half-inch, quarter-inch uh, limit. If you're a half-inch uh, over or under, uh, whatever you know, the specifications for the species, you're busted. What happens when – now, that's very interesting. What happens when somebody – has anyone ever done this? But what would happen when somebody said to the cop who uh, – was uh, probably Fish and Game or whoever, whichever cop we're talking about here. The yeah, cop natural comes, Resources, yeah. Department of Natural Resources. They come up. They say – Open that cooler up there, son. Oh, no, sorry. I don't consent to searches. You know, they, they actually aren't law enforcement officers in the same way. They have the, uh, the, the, the power of judge, jury, and executioner right on the spot. They can confiscate your truck that you drove in. They can do whatever they want. They have law enforcement powers far beyond what the Constitution would ever have allowed uh, any other normal law enforcement officer. Sure. That's how it is down here in Maryland. And, uh, you know, we're just now getting into the license uh, thing this year for for the very, well, not the very first time, but now saltwater fishermen need it and uh, freshwater in the Chesapeake Bay need it. And a lot of people aren't going to realize this as tourists coming over, you Mm -hmm. know, until, uh, you know, they go to their tackle shops, hopefully, before they even, uh, you know, start fishing and stuff like that. But if you're out in a boat nowadays, prepare to be boarded, I mean, even by the Coast Guard. Because they, they want to check all your safety measures out on the boat, which is just understandable. But they do try to hit everybody, even on a busy you know Memorial Day, Labor Day. Are you Day, sure they're uh, checking for safety measures, or are they looking for drug shipments? Uh, no, down here it's not so much drugs so far. I mean, maybe further out in the ocean they might try to... You know, interrogate somebody, catch somebody out there before they get this close. Because that seems like a, that seems like a cover to me. It seems like that's their excuse to get on board. I mean, are they going down below in in you know boats that have a, a what do you call it uh, when you go down below? What's that? Yeah, called? I'm not sure. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not commercial. I don't commercial fish and everything. But the other thing too is uh, drunken boat driving or intoxication. Mm-hmm. They're they're really concerned about that, which I understand because now you got the personal watercraft out there. You know, the single and the uh, double tandem uh, and and they're pretty wild and wacky so if you don't control them in a natural state, forget it. You know, you're 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 a wreck to everybody else. It's you know, interesting you, so. the, the 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 gyrations and the acrobatics that the uh, the court system has to go through in order to allow these law enforcement agencies, be they Coast Guard or uh, you know nat- natural resources or whomever, to sort of go around the Fourth Amendment of the Constitution, where you're supposed to be uh, secure in your your person, your houses, your papers, and your effects yeah. against unreasonable searches and seizures. I mean, I don't see why you can't. 
just tell the uh, the Coast Guard you're not coming on board. But it's probably because you have you. to license the boat in order to take it on their exactly. water. True. Yeah, That's and they right. shoot yeah, you. you fig- yeah, you figured that out. And the latest thing down here in Maryland, uh, closer to the Chesapeake Bay, I'm closer to the Atlantic Ocean, is this uh, GPS mysteriously coming up on the hulls of some fishermen's boats to figure out where they're going and where they're fishing or whatever they're doing. You mean the they're, they're, doing that. They're, they're just putting uh, little little trackers on them? Yes, sir. Who, who do you believe is doing that? Oh, we know who it is now. We figured it out after it happened the first time a few weeks ago. It's DNR, Maryland's uh, Department of Natural Resources. But we understand that they need a court order to do it, so they just can't. The FBI doesn't. (laughs) They'll, They'll track your car without a court order. They'll just slap that thing right on there. Yeah, and then they demand yeah, you give it back if you find out. <laughs> right, if you, you don't get to keep it. <laughs> Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you, uh, Dan. 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. And he's right. There's no area in your life in which the government is not interested in controlling and licensing and regulating and taxing. I just wonder when is it going to be big enough? Never. When are we going to be safe enough? When are we going to be taxed enough? I mean, at There's some always point, more. you have more, to more, reach more. the point where we've, we've taken care of all the poor people. We've killed all the bad guys. You know, the world is safe. The world is, uh, you know, uh, this is handled. can't take care of all the poor people. They're, they're impoverishing people by taxing them. I know, death. but that's the idea, right? That the government's going to solve poverty. The government's going to solve drugs. The government's going to solve, uh, you know, international terrorism. Not that the government, in fact, imports drugs. Not that the government, in fact, creates international terrorists. Not that or the government, poverty. in fact, their, their, their systems, uh, you know, create institutionalized poverty where yeah. people never get out of it. You know, people just don't see this stuff. That you know, they they always have their favorite government program. I I would love to hear about your favorite government program. Tell me the one that works. I want to hear about the government program that's worked. It's always a good question. We I don't know if we've ever really gotten a good answer to it, though. Uh, I've one, got a pretty good answer, but uh, I'm not going to give it away. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's continue and talk to Kyle listening in Tampa to WFLA. Hello, Kyle. Kyle in Tampa. Hello? Hey, you're on the air. Hi, how are you? Great. What's on your mind tonight, Kyle? I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller, and Welcome. I had a problem today with the police in Tampa, Florida, and oh, I was shocked on what happened today, and I just figured I'd have to call in and vent what happened. Do tell, sir. Let us know. I uh, work for a local utility down here, electric utility, mm-hmm. and I was driving down a one-way street, and there was a left-hand turn where I was merging over to pull on the side of the road, and they had the yellow marker lanes merging the traffic to the right, okay. and I had an undercover cop car come barreling around the left-hand side of me and run into my right rear tire and crashed into me. Oh, God. Well, after one hour, three cop cars and a supervisor, they charged me with an unsafe lane change going on to the left-hand side of the road where there was not even a lane, and he was in totally wrong, but they covered him and let him go without a ticket, and he charges and charged me with unsafe lane change. Wow. So this guy was clearly driving like a maniac, and he and you ended up with the charge. And he wasn't even in a cop car. He was in a uh, Nissan Pathfinder, which was totally unmarked, no lights, no nothing. Was he, he on duty at the car. time? Yes, he was, because he called the supervisor, and within 15 minutes, there was this unmarked supervisor there with a badge on. That is what they call uh, professional courtesy, uh, when the yeah. police bust, uh, will refuse to bust one another for the crimes that they've obviously committed, and they you know, close the ranks. It's one thing if, you're, if they're speeding or something like that, and somebody decides to look away. Look away. It's another thing entirely when you're talking Cover about... Up a crime. Right. You're charging somebody with an accident? That's the blue light gang for you. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Thanks for the story at 800 259 
5231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. They call themselves the Thin Blue Line and the Brotherhood, and that's them in action. More coming up. Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever you'd like. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. By the way, we invite you to our website where you can enjoy the features for free. If you like the show, however, we would like you to contribute on a voluntary basis to it. And what we do, what we've done is we've set up the AMP program. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the concept is you send in three bucks a month and you can help us get Free Talk Live on more radio stations around the country, bring more internet listeners on board, and expose new people to the ideas of freedom. So go to amp.freetalklive.com to get signed up. You can use Visa or MasterCard or you can use PayPal and then use any major credit card through PayPal. So uh, go to amp.freetalklive.com to learn more about it. You'll learn about how you get access to the, the AMP-only phone lines, the AMP-only forum podcast and more Uh, once again that's amp.freetalklive.com as we continue here with your phone calls you can bring up what you want it's ray listening in waco texas to kbct info fm hello ray hey uh y'all were talking earlier about government programs and about how how the government's going to make everything better and everything and uh i just want to say one of the big problems i think one, one of the things i originated originally thought that uh originated all the problems was uh is the government's trying to take away our responsibility just little by little. Sure. I don't know if they're doing it. I don't know if there's some big conspiracy that they're trying to make it subjects and take away our responsibilities, but they're definitely doing it, and they're just breeding irresponsible people. Absolutely. They're taking, they're taking away, uh, you know, uh, our responsibility to save for our retirement with Social Security. They take away, now they're trying to take away our responsibility to have, uh, to get health care, you know, by, they, they want universal health care. There's this whole, backdoor thing they're trying to get with the uh, Obamacare and everything, but it's going to turn into universal health care. Yeah, they uh, take away your responsibility to educate your kids by telling you where you need to send your kids to school and stealing money from you in order to do that or extorting the money. Like I say, I don't know if they're doing it on purpose or, or not, but... Uh, that's definitely what's happening. Well, that's, well you know, that's that, this is the the statement when people say the nanny state. This is what they are talking about. People's response, you know, the nanny takes care of you. We we all know three year olds don't have a heck of a lot of responsibility. The nanny takes care of them, and they never want them to kind of grow up or ever get away from the nest. And that's what exactly. uh, the nanny state's all about. So I don't know if it's a conspiracy as much as that it's just sort of the nature of government. Some people want to be taken care of. Some people understand that they can become very wealthy, very powerful by taking care of other people or at least claiming to claiming to take care yeah. of them well well my dad told me this one time and it makes a lot of sense that uh government is in the business of growing government and if and if we you know allow them to keep doing this that's all they're going to do this is the nature of the, of the government absolutely ray that's thank right. you for the call tonight appreciate hearing from you at 800 to yep, yep 800-259-9231 see some people are under this uh 
mistaken impression that the government actually is helping people. I mean, yeah, maybe there's some folks that they help, but you can't help people by threatening them in the first place. You, you two wrongs, you know, right. don't make a right. Right. You're, you're not generous or kind or good if you go out, stick a gun in someone's face, rob them, and then take the money and give it to some poor old lady who needs it. Or if you tell somebody you're just, that you're going to... a kind of weird criminal. Or if, you're, or if you threaten to steal someone's home from them if they decide they don't want to right. fund your ch- go- favorite charity. The government rarely actually pulls out the guns. I mean, you can see what's going on in the, the, the most extreme circumstances in Libya today. But, I mean, you know, everybody knows what happens when you disobey what the government says. They only have one card to play. And that's violence. That's violence. Let's continue with your calls and talk to Dwayne, listening to WFLA-FM in Tallahassee, Florida. Hello, Dwayne. Hey. hey. Well, I, I have to say, as prior military and special ops and whatnot, and I've spoken to you guys before, the government pulls out a gun a lot. Mm. You just, you, and you're not going to hear about that. Yep. But it, what I wanted to talk about was, uh, I mean, literally and... Pseudo unintentionally, they do, and we do. Um, Absolutely. I want to talk about, uh, you know, you're talking about uh, FBI can just, you know, throw a chip on your car. Yeah, GPS uh, tracking, sure. Yeah, GPS tracking. We'll it's a little bigger happens. than a chip. It's it's more like a block. But it's like yeah. a big pack of batteries, basically. Yeah. Well, let me let me tell you how small it can be and how small it is right now in the state of Florida. Okay. Since '07, now it, it takes five years, and then you have to renew your tag. Yeah. Since '07, they've been you know issuing the new tags. They have a watermark in it that has the uh, GPS. It's RFID. Oh, they have an RFID chip in the license plate. In the license plate, wow. and it has all your information. You know, they're driving around now with laptops installed in the middle of their computers talking about, you know, we can't text and whatnot. And you right. see them, you know. Okay, so, you know, they can, you know, uh, Florida Highway Patrol can be parked on the interstate, and it's, uh, I think it's either three-mile radius or three-mile diameter, but you can be coming down the interstate, and if you're speeding... It'll be a little red blinking light. If your tags expire, it'll be a little blinking yellow. And they're going to know your information. They'll be able to pull you over and say, uh, hello, Mr. Johnson. Um, you still at 1301 whatever drive? None wow. of your business. They're, <laughs> they're going to know exactly. But it's the law. You've got, to, you've got to update your, uh, your, your, your address. It's, not, with it's them. not the law that I answered their question. That much is true. Yeah, well, no, it, no, it's not. But, uh, but, um, you know, they're not going to be able to pull you over unless, of course, you are speeding or have, you know, committed an, an infraction. Your Where did you get is- this information? Because it's my understanding that RFID doesn't operate at that kind of a distance. Well, where did you get that information? Because you know that uh, misinformation is the information of the age. Well, it, it it could be that um you know that there's some kind of little receivers that are along the side of the road. I don't know. Well, he I've said a about, three mile. He yeah. made the claim it was three mile radius. radius. Right? I don't know. I mean, I've so I've that, heard the that, same thing. That that's the receiver distance from the patrol car to yep. your car. Right. RFID so you're saying that a patrol that, car can identify cars within a three mile radius is your claim? Through triangulation, now your that tag is going to it's RFID, but it it is also uh, GPS. Capable. 
Hmm. Yeah, I mean, they'd have to be GPS capable in order for them to check right. your speed. You know, I, Definitely. I, I, I would encourage people to check this out. I haven't. I don't know any of this information. I can only take you at your word on it. Yeah, it I sounds well, plausible. I mean, he's, where, if they where don't have you, the technology today, they're certainly going to have it in five well, you, years. You though. dodged my question earlier. Where did you get your information? Two two doors down, I have a Tallahassee police officer. And he told you this, or he showed she, this to you? She pointed to me and showed me the watermark on my tag. It's visible to the eye at about three, four feet. Okay, and then she showed you the system as well, or just made claims about uh, what she could do? No, it, it's a five-year plan, 012. Oh, All see. counties in Florida will be up. Now, they're not able to monitor yet. It's a five-year plan so that after five years of, you know, since it was, um, this plan was, I guess, initiated. Once, once you started getting a new tag in 07, mm-hmm. it came with a, with a watermark. Gotcha. In 012, they're all going to be online. Well, I think that, to- you know, maybe, I, I don't doubt you that they would want to do something like this. I don't know if the RFID technology is there uh, in order to do it. And how it would be that uh, the satellites would have any idea where uh, your cars are is, does not make sense because they would have to have some sort of a transmitter in what order to shout back. What about those weird orb things that are on the side of the road that hang, they, they look like... Uh, uh, black street lights that are ha- that are sitting out. Yeah, there may be an element to this highway. that we don't understand. I, what there what may are those be, things doing? That's a good question, Mark. That may be an element to this that wasn't brought into the conversation. But uh, I, I'm skeptical. But uh, you know, it's but interesting, it's and I thank sec- you. It's secondhand. I mean, the, right. the guy's given the best it's information hearsay. he has. Yeah. Hearsay, you mean? One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one is the SACL CAI toll free line. I'm being confirmed that I was correct uh, by uh, Johnson here. Uh, he says that uh, RFID is a short distance. How uh, short technology. is short? I'm not sure. Maybe a few feet. It's like it's a few. Feet, certainly like not ten. three miles. Yeah, certainly not three mi- three miles. Well, so, uh, your thoughts are welcome, though. At eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one, that is the SACL CAI toll free line. And if this is some sort of a plan by you know to be instituted by two thousand twelve, then there must be documentation about it somewhere. You would think. And I suppose they could do it all surreptitiously, but I, news to me. I don't know. All right, so we continue. It sounds here. like the kind of thing the government would love to have. Though. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, like that's the one thing that I am sure on that these government people want to control. They want to track. I mean, we know that they are they're giving kids uh, RFID tracking when they're walking around school, but they have meters at the doorways basically to you know to check the kids in those cases, and then they also have GPS tracking units that they're giving out to kids in the schools as well, uh, which requires some sort of a code to be punched in because when you're in your car and you're receiving gps information your car is not transmitting global positioning system allows you to figure out where you are by using uh the the satellites satellites are not receiving a signal from you the satellite has no idea how many users are are essentially accessing its system similarly when we broadcast we've got a satellite feed that we broadcast we have no idea how many people are receiving that feed. We're Same just, way with the radio transmitter. Right. We're just blanketing the earth with this signal, and then whoever picks it up for whatever purposes, they, they use that. Uh, 1-800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control, but, you know, I'm not a techno techno whiz, so if I'm incorrect, please feel free to uh, correct me. Hour three's next. You can bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. 
You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves as we launch here into the third hour of the program. 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the various features that we have there and enjoy them for free. Those other talk show hosts in the business, a lot of them want to charge you for their websites. You'll find probably more for free on our site than they will charge you for. Go to freetalklive.com. And enjoy as we continue here taking your phone calls. By the way, uh, tonight we've been talking about on and off. I mean, you can go anywhere, but uh, talking on about regulations, uh, specifically permits, etc. What brought all this about is there's a story in the news about how the Girl Scouts in, uh, I guess, a town in Georgia were threatened with violence by the police uh, if they did not stop selling their Girl Scout cookies. And so they went and uh, the, I guess the mayor got involved, step in, uh, stepped in and saved the day by fast-tracking the permit process and then threw him an ice cream party. Or was it a pizza party? Pizza party. I'm sure there'll be some ice cream. It's a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. You once again said that the police threaten violence. and Not know, overtly, but that's what they do. I mean, they, they threaten people. I mean, because they didn't come up and ask them to stop. Oh, excuse me, girls. Could you please just stop selling those Girl Scout cookies? That would be, you know, attempting to use persuasion, which, of course, would be completely, uh, you know, peaceful. But no, the police come in. They say, all right, you need to pack it up. Go home, little girls. You don't have your permit. And so there's a threat of violence there in that if they didn't pack up and go home, they would be aggressed against by these police officers. These young girls would be arrested. Uh, they are perhaps cited. And if they didn't go home they after were they were cited. Property, I'd like to point out. They had permission to be on the private property by the private property owner. But uh, that's. You know, that's just an illusion. Nobody really owns their property, yeah. do they? You know, that's re- what it really boils down to. And I think that, uh, you know, I think that a lot of people are really beginning to see it, that that, that you don't own your property. Your property is owned by an oligar- oligopoly between banks and the government. The government tells you at every turn what you can and you can't do on your property. They tell you they're going to take it away from you if you don't pay your annual rent. Wait, they call that annual rent property taxes. Mm-hmm. But... If it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, walks like a duck, it might very well be a duck. I mean, the fact is the government has taken over the position as the feudal lord, and you're just the serf. Well, in fact, one of our callers earlier tonight mentioned uh, that he believed that the government was working towards making us into their subjects. And I I meant to say, but I didn't, that we're already there. The, the, The police, if you listen to their radio traffic, go ahead, pull up any police scanner. They talk about the subject did this. The subject is in the lobby. The subject is, you know, I'm tracking the subject. They use the term subject. It's so obvious. And they treat you like you're their subjects. They certainly don't treat you like you're, or rather they are your servants. Again, you can uh, dial in here, 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Bill listening. Uh, Bill, where are you? Because I'm a little confused. Bill calling from uh, uh, ostensibly Idaho. 
No, Elkhart, Indiana. Oh, Elkhart, Indiana. Okay, very yes. good, sir. What's on your mind tonight? Well, you had asked a question earlier in the show about when is enough enough. Yeah. The simple matter of that is, is that when you have all the currency out like we have now, $14 trillion plus, and it all started back when uh, Richard Nixon took money out of the Social Security accounts to fund the Vietnam conflict, and they never replaced the funds, and they've been borrowing and borrowing ever since. So what you have to do is you have to pay the teeter-totter. You have to balance that out. And all these taxes and all the fines, and you wouldn't believe the people that are involved in you know, correctional facilities that pay $50 a day, and it, it adds up to the whole world economy is what's coming on now. It used to be tribal back in the early days, like when the founding fathers, you know, they started damming up the Mississippi, and I'm rambling, but the point is, is that enough is enough when they can reclaim all the currency and balance the system back out. There was only $800 billion in circulation when Richard Nixon took office, and that was backed against gold. They took it off and went to silver, but after that dissolved, and they went to just paper hundreds, they got away from all the $500 bills and $10,000 bills. You know, a physical pile of money takes up a large amount of space. And they can gauge how much money is out in the economy by how many safety deposit boxes there are throughout the country. What? Yeah. Oh, oh, sure. You know, how many safety deposit box rentals are out. They can gauge how much they money. They print the money. They can gauge how much money's out by how much they've printed and well, how much they've collected back. Yeah, right, right. But you have to understand there's a lot of money in circulation. But that's there's, not an accurate gauge of anything. Anything can be placed in a safe deposit box. That's safe true. Deposit box. That's true. But, you know, that is how you, you – a lot of the elderly in the world – not in just in this country, but all throughout the world have been squirreling money away for years. And a lot of it is U.S. currency. Like, look at all the money they found over in Saudi or in uh, Iraq when they got Saddam's fake wall down in his house. He had like 30 cartons of, you know, aluminum cases of hundreds, and it was physical weight. It was physical size. In the mm -hmm. old days, you could have $10,000, $50,000 bills that would only take up maybe a briefcase full, and it'd be the same thing. I sort of understand where you're coming yeah. from, but hoarding uh, American currency is a terrible idea these days, though. Well, the thing is, is that that's the only currency in the world that's viable throughout the whole world. You yeah, can walk into any place with a hundred dollar bill in your hand, and they know who you are and where you're going. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I get that. I don't think it's much longer. I think that the it is. States... It's the only one today. It's still, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that, the, yeah, the days market. are numbered for the U.S. dollar as more countries are looking at uh, dropping it as a standard. Look, uh, well, I, I'm still what, a little confused as to your answer to the question. They I don't have know if to you reclaim it, Mark, all the money but, uh, that they the, put out. You're, you're, there's nothing back in it, see? They have, to, they have to get enough taxes, enough revenue flowing to keep that moving. If right, I get it. Get it. I, understand I understand that the money is fiat, fiat, meaning that they're creating it from thin air, that they're just arbitrarily <laughs> printing money out. But what does that have to do with it being enough? enough is enough? I'm a little confused on that. Well, you're never going to have satisfaction where everybody's happy when you're in a secular society like we are today. Back in the days when there was tribal work, when you worked for the company, for the society, or for the tribal environment, you lived there your whole life and you dedicated your whole being to that. Now everybody's secular doing their own little thing. Secular. So only, they are. They're, they're like one family group and families are smaller. They lock their doors at night. They mm -hmm. go from here point A to point B. A lot of people go through life with blinders on. They never really see the real possibilities. You know, the, it's an infinite amount of possibilities in the world. If you don't want to participate, sure, sure. join a join a commune. You're, you know? sa you're saying things that I, you know, I find generally agreeable, but it doesn't. Marcus, you, have you felt like your question has been answered? It seemed like they're disjointed. You know, yeah. Like the, well, you the, said when is enough is enough. You're yes. right. They pry into your everyday lives, and you wouldn't believe, like I said earlier, the people that are in the system with ankle bracelets on, going around to going to work still. 
because they have to keep the society moving. If you put everybody in jail, you, you'll have a stagnant society. True, you, can't, uh, you can't extract from people uh, their wealth as effectively if they're in so jail. So what is enough enough? Right. So by having so many uh, people in the system that are not participating in the positive cash flow of it. Mark, your question is when is enough enough for you personally or right, for no, it's, society it's in general? For the, for, the, for the world as a whole. You know, you, you've got everything so intertwined now that, you know, the money's so far out, you can't reclaim it all. You know, they're taking yeah, money that doesn't out of the answer, country. I'm, maybe I'm confused. If you, I'm not, maybe I'm not sure, Mark, what question you're asking. Are you asking when is enough enough for you as an individual, if for Bill in Elkhart? Or are you asking when is well, enough enough for uh, – hold on, Bill. Not, I'm not talking to you. Okay. I'm asking Mark to clarify the question. Oh, I'm sorry. What is the question you're trying to ask? Because it doesn't seem question, like he's got it. I, I, what I, the, the question I basically was asking was for each individual, how big and how intrusive is enough for the government? And I wanted them sort of as a rhetorical question to answer that for themselves. Um, do you understand now, Bill? I do. Okay. And I was trying to attempt to answer it my, for myself in a generalized fashion. That so has, an energy- is it enough now for you, Bill? I mean, have you reached <laughs> that point? I, well, you know, I've started to pull back out of the society. I, I do my own thing. I, I, uh, 30 years automobile mechanic, you know, have my own customer base. Don't really pay my taxes. Last year I paid $1,800 in unemployment, uh, or I mean uh, Social Security retirement for the Social Security, you know, unemployment tax. You should stop paying right. that. I don't pay the Social you Security tax. If no, you, you want to be in business for yourself in the United States of America, you no, have to pay no, that. I'm in business for myself. I don't pay Social Security. Hey, thanks for the call tonight. appreciate hearing from thanks. you at 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. I like what he said about there being infinite possibilities. I agree with that. Never heard of anybody going to jail for not paying Social Security taxes. I never heard of that either. In fact, uh, in fact, I've seen a piece of paper, and now, I, admittedly, I don't have any. I cannot, uh, I cannot show this to you. You did I, not receive it personally. Right. I've seen a piece of paper that somebody received from the Social Security office, and I believe it was in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, down in Sarasota, Florida, that said that he, you know, said that he and his small business didn't have to pay, and basically it alluded that, that it's no voluntary. one would. Yeah. It's, yeah. 1-800-259-9231. The SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. The live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. It's the live Saturday edition, 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that you'll find there completely free. The Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing they are listeners of this program. You can go to shrine.freetalklive.com to see them. And if you're a lady listener, get details on how to become part of the Shrine at shrine.freetalklive.com. How does cruise to Bermuda sound right now? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, <clears throat> excuse me, West Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? 
This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. There'll certainly be some speeches and a, a debate. But it's an unconference where the event's what you want to make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and a heck of a lot more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November, but you need to reserve your berth now. It's uh, The deadline's March the 1st. Um, the, the, you can uh, reserve your berths as, as low as $654, double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. You do it today. It's cruise.freetalklive.com. Those rooms are going fast. Cruise.freetalklive.com. All right. We continue here. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Let's go to the phones and the fun and talk to Blake listening in Florida. Tallahassee's WFLA-FM. Hello, Blake. Hey, I just wanted to share some information that's uh, been repressed by our mafia, I mean government. Um, the USDA for a long time has tried to discredit homeopathic medicine, mainly because it takes away from the profits of the pharmaceutical company, which funds the politicians both personally and politically, uh, not to mention it drives the tax engine in this country. But now, let me see I if I can – hold on. Before you go, understand, uh, go okay, on, sure. let me see if I can understand correctly what homeopathic remedies are or so we can explain for our listeners because I may, mis, may be misunderstanding. So correct me if I'm wrong. It's my understanding that homeopathic remedies are mostly uh, – well, nothing. Water and sugar pills. Yeah, water, um, and that, that essentially they've got a, a fraction of 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 some a sort vibrating of vibrating piece of well, maybe, active ingredient. Yeah, maybe, maybe homeopathic remedies is not the right word. I was calling specifically regarding um, a, a cancer treatment known as Gerson therapy, which is actually illegal in the states. What is that? It, uh, they uh, do Gerson in Mexico. Therapy, they go to Mexico. There's actually a new. Um, uh, hospital in Japan that has had very high success rate curing cancer with this, or maybe I shouldn't use the word cure. Uh, these people, the cancer is gone from them when they leave the hospital. Would you call but this a, an alternative treatment, a natural therapy of some sort? Yes. yes what does it involve? It, what is the process? Well, basically, it's a, a, a change in diet, a, a detoxification. It's a it's a multi step process, and there's books and. All sorts of information out there. If you Google Gerson therapy, you'll see all sorts of stuff popping up there. But basically, it's a it's a, like juicing with organic vegetables like 13 times a day and different types of enemas. And you know, a lot of people. <laughs> hey. Yeah, yeah. I know that's kind of weird, but you know, and and that's usually what when the American Cancer Society talks about it, that's the first thing they talk about because most people are like, oh, enemas, weird, gross. That's a hack. Those people are crazy. But if you go out there and see the people that are being cured, you know that people are dying needlessly. Right, and th- th- that's really the point here. Is what you're, what we're talking about is treatment for cancer. So right. well, I mean, why you know, should it be illegal? Right. If if the treatment for cancer killed you in uh, two years, but you're going to die of cancer in one, I mean, what's the problem here? Yeah. I, I you know I think that these these treatments should be available. I don't care. I don't care if they include hang gliders and a uh, stripper uh, wrapped in Crisco. I don't care. Whatever <laughs> anybody wants for their cancer <laughs> treatment, they should be right. able to get it. Right. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's not infringing on anybody's rights. You know. Absolutely. It's like, it's like, I want, I want to set up one of these things here and take that shit to trial. Oh, we've got to let my... you go. Thank you for the call I'm, I'm tonight. Sorry. I certainly appreciate uh, hearing from you. Thing? Board up, can you hit that button? Because uh, there's a problem over here. <laughs> Hopefully you could. You. <laughs> he did it. You. Good man. 
Oh, well, he was very, very passionate, uh, the last caller, and he got a little too passionate and yeah. uh, dropped the S-bomb. So. Yeah, sometimes when people get passionate, they drop the S-bomb. Well, and this is a passionate issue. I mean, we're talking about human beings and their health and what they're allowed to uh, consume and what they aren't. Uh, the Clearly, the medical establishment is buddy-buddy with the, the federal government. And they get all kinds of laws passed that make it very difficult for people offering alternative therapies uh, to compete. And maybe some of the alternative therapies are total bunk. I believe that is true. But I also believe a bunch of the official therapies are a bunk as well. What, what was it? Tens of thousands of people die every year taking prescription drugs as they're prescribed to take them. So, yeah. I mean, you know, you can't tell me that somebody taking, you know, d- doing enemas and uh, juice treatments 14 times a day, well, I, you know, is going to be, what's the big deal? Right. Whatever works. I mean, if somebody says it's worked for them, who am I to doubt their claim? Uh, but then again, the uh, the placebo effect is a very powerful, very real thing. Uh, of course, for those that don't know, the placebo effect is when you are testing, uh, you know, testing a new pill, for instance, you give somebody a placebo when you're doing it, a, a, a double blind study, proper scientific study. You give them a placebo. You give um, other people nothing. You give the you know, third group the actual pill of the, the product that's being tested. Wait 18 years. Yeah. And you well, no, people you, die in the process while the, the FCC waits for the, you know, allows. I was just talking about in general testing scientific process and uh, double blind. So you have the placebo to make it so that people think they're getting that pill. And then you compare the placebo's results to the actual pill's results and you see, are they different or are they the same? In which case, you know, you want your pill to be more effective than the placebo because some people will take a placebo. They're told it's the real thing. And the fact that they believe in it is enough for them to get better. So really, I think that uh, there's some amazing concepts out there that really show that uh, the power of your mind is a, is a huge factor. The placebo, I think, yeah. being the placebo effect being a major evidence of that. So if you believe you're going to get better, then there's a better chance that you actually will get better, which is some of the reason why they train uh, ambulance uh, technicians, EMTs. To like not say things like, oh man, he's going to die. <laughs> In front, you know, while even if you're out co- unconscious, they're not supposed to say those things because you could hear them and your brain could internalize them and think, oh man, I'm not going to make it. I might as well just give up. Whereas if you're hearing things like, looks like he's going to make it, that could actually prompt your body and your yeah. yourself into healing itself to the point where or being staying alive enough to, uh, to the point where you could be rescued. Well, for one, shock is a huge issue when uh, you're yeah. dealing with EMTs. So um, obviously, you know, your mind plays a big role in that. But the FDA is a major uh, a major hindrance to having a real free marketplace in medical technology and treatments and actually getting to to vet these things, because a lot of these uh, natural remedies he use the term homeopathy it's incorrect that is one type of alternative uh remedy and Which it's pretty questionable should be free to use sure they, it's it, they should be free to use it but it's it's probably nothing more than a placebo uh but uh, but nonetheless there's all these alternative technologies out there and and treatments and therapies that you cannot there's so many rules that are placed upon them whether you can sell it or not is a, is one question that's what he was talking about he claimed this treatment was uh, gerson's treatment was completely uh illegal but in many other cases you can sell these alternative therapies you just can't make a claim about them you can't say that this cures xyz you can't do that they'll they'll send a an armed goon squad fda cops basically into you know like a natural remedy store that that, that dares to make a claim about one of the products that they're selling or that they have raw milk there's that too 
800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves, and you should be free to put whatever you want in your bodies and uh, make claims about them and let the market decide what's the truth. It's Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, the live Saturday edition. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And we invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a mobile site for those of you with a smartphone. You can punch up m.freetalklive.com and get quick access to the live streams as well as the podcast. Once again, that's m, as in mobile, .freetalklive.com. Intern for Liberty. Make a difference, get experience, and get paid. The Institute for Humane Studies is seeking undergraduates, graduate students, and recent graduates for its summer internship programs. They have internships in all types of journalism and in public policy. The internship includes a generous stipend, housing assistance, career workshops, and training throughout the summer. Visit libertarianinternships.com for more information to sign up to receive updates and reminders. Graduates have gone on to ABC's 2020, The Financial Times, Washington Post, The Wall Street Journal, The Economist, Cato Institute, and more. Libertarianinternships.com. We continue. You can take control. Bring up what you want. Alan is listening to KBCT-FM in Waco, Texas. Hello, Alan. Hi. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Um... I might be wrong, but I've been listening to this gay marriage thing going on and, and this union movements and the Republicans and whatnot, and something scares me out of all of it. The Democrats have been pumping a lot of money into the the unions and whatnot and whatnot, and the Democrats are also pushing gay marriages and gays in the military, and now Barack Obama had something to say about What's wrong with – I'm sorry, but let, let him finish okay. his statement. But he had something to say about the gays in the military last week. And what scares me most of all is these union teachers, once they start teaching our kids and our grandchildren in school that being gay is acceptable, when they get out of school, they'll be brainwashed to vote for the Democrats because they've been taught in school over the years that being gay is is acceptable. Okay, two points, sir. One, that uh, I think that the government should get out of education, and I think that uh, you should be free to send your kids to whatever school you want to, teach them whatever, you know, indoctrination uh, that you're interested in. I think the government schools are awful, and they're doing real damage to people. And they do indoctrinate people. But not because of any sort of teaching of tolerance for gay people. What's the problem with gay people, sir? Well, well, what I, what I, I guess what I'm getting at is, is, it's not the problem with gay people, and it's like you say the politicians shouldn't put their nose in it, but they're using that as a pry bar for people to vote for the Democrats, because when the Democrats are pushing gays in the military, gay marriages, there's big electoral states that have switched over that it's legalized, and now they're approaching these unionized teachers that are teaching our kids in school that gay, being gay and, and 
and lesbian and whatnot is, is proper. And then when they get out of school, they rationalize that. And who are they going to vote for? The Republicans so, are against wait a minute, it. You're the Democrats saying, are for it. So you're saying that so, because – let, let me see let, if I'm let clear on this. Let me finish one thing here. It's like our socialized health care. None of our Republicans walked out of the White House and stonewalled it like they're doing right now. Let me see if I'm clear on something here. Hold on one moment. I just want to make sure I understand. So you're saying that you believe that young people will be indoctrinated to believe that gay people are okay in these government schools and and that they'll be taught that Democrats like gay people and that uh, therefore they'll vote for Democrats because Republicans don't like gay people? Well, it's not saying Republicans don't like gay people. But Republicans don't want gays in the military. Well, they don't want gay marriages. So they're intolerant they don't, they don't towards gays. Want, couldn't Republicans get out in well, front of this I'm, parade? I'm, they're more intolerant. Our, our last vice president's daughter is a lesbian. But what? But I guess what what scares me the most is is they don't have to bring that stuff into school and teach young children and and high schoolers about that in sex education classes. And then when they get out of out of school, they're they're going to lean one way because the other party's for it and the other party's against it. I think and that much is true. That, that, that's a reality. Yeah. Like what you're saying why, is true. Why did Barack Obama bring that up last week when this thing is going on in Wisconsin? Because the Republicans are going after these. I've been listening to your program all evening and all these government restrictions. Where do these restrictions come from? The Republicans city, and Democrats, the county, sir. The state. And the federal government. They're run by Republicans and Democrats at all levels. Mark, you had a question for him, I think. Right? Well, you know, I d- couldn't the Republicans get out in front of this issue and sort of, uh, you know, say, hey, we like gay people, too. I mean, there is the log ca- cabin Republicans. Republicans could say, hey, we want equality for all Americans in all way. And instead of pandering to their, uh, you know, to, to their one, you know, one part of their base, the, uh, the, the social conservatives and saying, yeah, we don't like those gay people either. They could uh, actually pander towards gays and then, hey. You know, then they could uh, not lose them to the Democratic Party, right? Yeah, but I but I guess what worries me is, you know. So you agree with that? Week, I just want to make sure you said yeah. So you agree with Mark's statement that the Republicans should embrace the idea of that gay people are as are equals, that they're human beings too, and that be is well, they, they, to can be, they can be as equal as all they want. So they should be able to contract but, but I, to live together and have a marriage, me. right? Yeah. So, yes, I they should. The, just want to make sure you're clear. So, they should, gay people should be able to contract to live together and be married, yes? I don't see them being married because well, well, marriage is between a man and a woman. Well, who are you well, to say? I mean, that'll, that'll always be that way. Well, two um, men not can't in New have Hampshire. Kids. Well, actually, you see two, that. Two men can't have kids, two women can't have kids. So? so that have to do with anything they can adopt. Is, can they love right? each other? Can, can they love each other? Well, can they, they commit? Can, love to, each other. can they commit they, to being together? You know, they, they can do whatever they want. But well, I, no, I you're, what, you're saying they can't what, have a marriage, sir. So can they do whatever they want or not? The whole subject here, though, our own president last week... He's not my president. That subject up. Yep, but he brought that subject right up in the middle of this conflict that's going on in Wisconsin. And what bothers me is the Democrats are funding these labor unions, the public unions. What bothers and, me and, is that uh, you're paying taxes. Yes, I'm paying them to teach my kids yeah, how doesn't to that upset you? school. So when they get out of school... They might vote for them. Clowns, Doesn't that upset you? Why don't you exactly stop paying taxes then? Clowns. Why don't you stop paying taxes? You know, you know, I, I served in the military for six years. Yeah, and I, and I, I love this country, but I, I just can't see how. And and you look at our our, our industries have been shut down. By Thank all you for these the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can take control of the airwaves here. 
I don't think that the government should be involved in schools. I don't think the government should be involved in people's lives as far as with whom you wish to contract to live with for the rest of your life, whether or not you can uh, procreate uh, you know, physically. Does that mean the sterile people shouldn't be able to live together? I, 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 I get kind of where he's coming from, but the Republicans really he's, – he's making, he's making sort of a, a point that I've made is the Republicans put themselves in a box here. I, I know it's unfortunate. I'm a registered Republican. I'm telling you this. The fact is, gay people know which party wants to see them be able to uh, contract to live together and which one doesn't. Uh, Black people know which party the KKK members vote for and which one they don't. And the Hispanic people know which party wants to keep their family and friends across the border and unable to earn a living for their family and friends, and which one doesn't. Well, whether they're right about that or not is another question. The Democrats supporting Uh, immigration laws, too. Indeed, but I'm just saying the Republicans have a real opportunity to grow their base. They seem to be very exclusive, don't they? By dropping a lot yeah. of these social conservative issues, where they want to, they want to institute morality on people's lives. Yeah. They want to tell them all, uh, you know, they they want to exclude folks. And you know, it, I, it, I'm not saying I believe any of these things. I'm just saying that that's what those folks think. Let's talk to Mike in West Virginia, listening to WVTS. Hello, Mike. Mike in West Virginia. Do we have Mike going hey, once? Yeah. Hey, uh, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Go ahead with your thoughts. Okay, well, I was just calling, actually, you're just on the point I was calling about on uh, public education. My wife is a teacher in Indiana, and we're going through the same kind of uh, turmoil with the Republican governor and state house that they are in Wisconsin. And I guess my thought on it is that, uh, you know, they've never had a real problem with collective bargaining in Indiana. I think this has become something that the Republican governors got together because all of a sudden it hit all of these states, all run by Republicans, and it, it seems like it's, it's uh, trying to find a, 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 an indirect cure for a problem that goes to a bigger picture. Their complaints are about the public schools in Indiana, like most states. But I think what's being ignored here, uh, and I, I've subbed for a couple of years, so I know what the schools are like. And I can tell you, if, if I gave you second-rate materials to build a car, how good of a car would you make? Not a very good one. Well, how about the, the materials not be stolen in the first place? Uh, that's the real issue with the government schools is they're extorting money from people at the threat of violence, at the threat of losing their homes, and then they're giving that money to the government uh, indoctrination system. And I think that uh, ideally we should just be able to keep the money we earn and then send our kids wherever we want. That way you and your wife can have jobs in the competitive marketplace instead of a violent monopoly. I thank you for the call. More coming up. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain. Maybe enough time for your thoughts. If you make the call now to 1-800-259-9231, that number brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 1-800-259-9231. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. Ed Mark. And we invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. If you want to learn how to promote the show, you can do that by going to promote.freetalklive.com. You'll find everything from web, uh, web banners to graphics that you can use to make your own uh, graphics with. You can uh, also download flyers, which you can print out and then distribute at your leisure uh, to let people know about Free Talk Live. Go to promote.freetalklive.com to do that stuff as we go to the phones and your calls. Alex, listening into Ithaca to WNYY. Hello, Alex. Alex in Ithaca, going once. Alex. Hello? Hey, there you are. Hello? Go ahead with your thoughts. Hey, how you guys doing? Welcome, sir. 
Um, I had some questions about Pork Fest, actually, if you guys could give me some answers. Sure, the Porcupine Freedom Festival coming up this uh, June, the 20th through the 26th. Lots of details at porkfest.com. I know, I know they're going to launch a new website soon, which is pretty uh, pretty snazzy. I've seen the, the beta pictures from it. What are your questions? P-R-O-C-F-E-S-T. Um, you misspelled that. Uh, that's P-O-R-C as in pork. That's what you I said, said. P-R-O-C. Uh, pork Fest hmm. as in porcupine. Anyway, porkfest.com. Go ahead with your thoughts, questions. Uh, Anyway, um, I've got some friends that are actually driving up from Florida, and they're kind of strapped for cash, and they're wondering what, like, the food situation is like, and I've got some general questions about how, like, the camp layout is, and, I mean, I've, I've just never really gotten a good idea of, of what exactly the the layout is there. Well, the from, food situation the significantly changed as of last year. Uh, it was last year that people started showing up and cooking on their own and selling their wares, essentially. Uh, there were different uh, places that were were cooking. Savannah Last Biscuit was there selling Southern cooking. Uh, there was uh, George's famous baklava there, and he was selling gyros. Uh, there was uh, Our Food, Your Gullet, which I unfortunately did not get around to eating. I will try some of theirs this year. They're coming back. And so there were different vendors that were set up. I would consider them very affordable, Mark. I mean, you, yeah. you ate some of it, right? So, I mean, it's, it's the individuals that are coming and providing the food. There's, I guess, you know, a grocery store down the road. If you want to go and get your own stuff, you can certainly do that. And have you have, have a, a restaurant on site. Right. Have your own camp food. The restaurant is like limited breakfast hours, as, is as that, I understand is it. Is that what it is? Yeah. So, so, yeah, make your own food or buy food from others. Uh, you know, that's that's how that works. What was the, the other question? The layout of the camp is going to be really difficult to explain on the radio. Rogers you Campground. probably should uh, go to PO, uh, porkfest.com, P-R-R-C. Yeah, and, and maybe, the, I don't know if the map is up yet there, but you can certainly go to Rogers Campground's website and find a full map of the campground there. Cool. Is the, is the entire event on, on the premises of, of Rogers Campground? Correct. Or yeah, all, of, or? all of the event takes place at Rogers Campground. Uh, there may be some sort of excursions, uh, like, for instance, during the week. One of the popular things about the Porcupine Freedom Festival is it gives people the opportunity not only to meet up with other like-minded, liberty-oriented people, uh, but also to travel around New Hampshire on bus tours and kind of see the rest of the state, tour through places like the, uh, the, the seacoast area, Manchester, Keene. Uh, so those are being organized, uh, I think, as we speak, and I'm sure the details will be released over at porkfest.com when the, the time is right. So if you're if you're there throughout the entire week, uh, so from the 20th through the 26th, it's usually during the week that those bus tours happen. So it's an excuse to kind of go uh, and see the rest of the state. Excellent. Sounds like fun. Great. Hey, thanks. Look forward to seeing you there. Free Talk Live will be you broadcasting too. live. Thanks for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. Again, porkfest, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com as we continue We've got Don listening in Michigan. Don, uh, where are you at, or how are you listening to the show tonight? Do we have Don in Michigan? Don? Yeah, are you there? Yeah, how are you listening to the show tonight? On the radio. Right. I, I listen to it all the time, every every Saturday night. Excellent, sir. What's on your mind? got a good mind? show. Anyway, the, the caller, uh, two calls back, I think he was talking about uh, herbal medicine, herbal mm-hmm. remedies. Yeah. He was talking about herbal and uh, minerals. And uh, it's called, it's not a cure, it's a remedy, that's what they call it, but mm-hmm. that's about what that is. And uh, it's getting to be the, the latest thing, and if you, you will get on the internet, uh, look up Royal Rife, it's R-O-Y-A-L-R-I-F-E, I guess it'll be www.com. You'll you'll get it. You'll get there. Your eyes open to this thing. It's really. Uh, this is the works. thing where uh, where you vibrate at a certain frequency and it uh, allegedly eliminates uh, disease. It does. It works. Have you works tried it me. personally? Yes, I have. What, what's your story? Well, I had a mole on my back, and the thing is in front of you. You know, this this uh, radio frequency generator, 
and uh, said one hour. I hit the button one hour, and the, the next day the thing fell off. That's incredible. It was about as big around as maybe uh, a little bigger than a little fingernail. Stuck up about an eighth of an inch. No surgery, nothing. It fell right off of there. Incredible. So uh, I'm going to do uh, There's other other, other remedies uh, on the Internet, I mean, on the program. And I tried another one. It was I uh, had a tumor on my kidney. Uh, it was a two-month program. Every other day you use this thing. And I went back and had an MRI, and the tumor was gone. Whatever works, man. Honest and, engine, uh, I ain't kidding you. Yep, I bl- I, I, get on the internet and take a look. You'll I'm learn not something. doubting you, man. Th- thank I, you I for the call. I'm looking at some pictures of them right now. I appreciate hearing from you, uh, Moles, or the Rife thing. Uh, yeah, the Rife thing. And okay. Many of them look to be very old pictures, like you would, I don't know, mad scientist kind of things, but I'm sure, you know, whatever. If it works, if it I'm works, gonna, it works, right? I'm not going to discount the guy's experience. No, so. I wouldn't either. Not not for a moment. And I think it's, uh, it's sad that... Uh, you know, the medical industry is so in bed with the government to where they're getting favors being done for them over and above what is happening or what you can do if you're selling these alternative therapies or these alternative remedies. Let's continue and talk to Don listening in Myrtle Beach, WRNN. Hello, Don. Don in Myrtle Beach listening yeah, to WRNN. John. There you are. Was it you said hey. it's John? It's John. All right, John, go ahead with your thoughts. Like like John Holmes. Uh, my bad. Yeah. Uh, look, man, you know what? I, on eight out of ten things I agree with you on, like gun rights and accountability and the welfare system, and I am just as anti-big government as pro- probably more than you and the other guy. I can't okay? imagine. Uh, it's, it's, you just don't even know. We could sit at the Waffle House for about 28 hours, go through 60 waffles, and I'll guarantee you, you're going to think I'm your twin, just about 40 pounds heavier. Okay. I agree, anyway. I agree with that part. I'm just saying that you, it's not possible to be uh, more anti-government than my partner. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not well, anti-big government. I'm anti-all coercive government. <laughs> but go ahead, well, please. Uh, We've uh, only got this, a few moments. Where, yeah, this is where it's going to turn ugly, okay? Mm-hmm. People will not police themselves in a good manner. It's just human nature. We live in a country that has to be, has to be, overall, a country of laws, it has to have a culture, and it has to have borders, period. Hospitals are going out of businesses, business, period, because of illegal aliens sucking up. Wait, wait a second, John. That's not, the, that's not the illegal aliens' fault. That's, the, that's the politicians that passed the law that forced the, the, the hospitals to provide them with service without getting paid for it. I agree with you 100%. So now let's back up just a second here. I'm willing to trade you, John, all the big government programs out there for for just some cops to keep law and order. But don't think for a second that those cops are going to be to make this a nation of laws. That's not what happens. You know as well as I do that those cops aren't going to charge their wives with speeding tickets if they catch them. They're not going to charge their buddies with speeding tickets. They're not going to charge the judges. They're not going to charge the mayor. And and it just goes on and on. So Mm -hmm. the idea that we have... there could be such a thing as a nation of laws is, is really quite patently. Run by men, right? It's, 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 a, it's a nation of men every time. It doesn't matter whether it's uh, Gaddafi or whether it's Barack Obama. It's yeah. a nation of men And uh, in addition, it's not Secondly, the... Um, this, the, the uh, we wouldn't need borders if it wasn't for all the freebies that the government gives away to people to, to bring the, uh, the essentially the stray cats across the border who want a free ride. If you didn't, it's the government's fault in that circumstance. I agree with you 100 percent, but that's because the government has chosen not to enforce the basic immigration laws. No. Nope. Okay, <laughs> are they not enforcing the drug laws? Wait a minute. Yes, are they not enforcing the drug laws? 
Uh, yes, they're, they're they're enforcing what helps them. That's the point I'm trying to make. No, I'm no, no, no. Hold on a second. They, if they are enforcing the drug laws, then that should mean that there would be a lesser amount of drugs, right? That there would be some sort of an effect on the the use of drugs and the demand for them, right? Look, look. If there was a law that says, uh, okay, it's a felony to have sex with a fat woman, okay? Uh huh. There would probably be just as much enforcement on that but better success because nobody really in, in, in real life in public wants to have sex with a fat woman. <laughs> I have no idea where this is going. You might okay. be surprised. There's some good and, loving okay, out there okay. to be had, now, John. You know, I wish we had more time to, you know, John, I wish we had more time to to dig into this with you. Unfortunately, we're right up uh, at the very end of the program, but if you would, give us a call back Monday night right at 7 o'clock Eastern time and uh, we'd oh, be I'm, happy. I'm yeah, we would be yeah, happy to dig into all call. these issues with you at that time, and I thank you for the call tonight. I want to make sure we get Brian in here before the end of the program, listening to WVTS in West Virginia. Hello, Brian. Brian in West Virginia. Going. Hey, Brian, go ahead with your thoughts. Okay, well, I, I just wanted to say a few comments about sort of what's going on in Wisconsin. Pick one comment, I've because you've got about 20 seconds. Well, I've stayed similar. You know, we have a lot of unfunded pension liability, and I think if you transition these people into more of a 401k type plan, you could pay a higher base salary, allow more personal responsibility for the individual to make contributions as they see fit, and then take the responsibility off government and the state. Thanks, it's a Brian. great. It's the it's the solution. The only solution that's really going to work in today's sort of environment, John. I wish we had more time, I but agree. we don't for tonight. We'll see you tomorrow night uh, for the Internet Edition with our co-hosts at freetalklive.com. And Mark and I will be back Monday night. So join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com and have a super weekend. Are you ready to explore New Hampshire? Meet more than a thousand freedom-loving friends and experience the free market in action. You can do all of these things and more at the Free State Project's 2011 Porcupine Freedom Festival at Rogers Campground in beautiful Lancaster, New Hampshire. Porkfest has games, hikes, live music, dance parties, fun activities for kids, and even state-free weddings. And of course, Porkfest features the famous Agora Valley, where the free market thrives. You won't want to miss speakers like Stefan Molyneux and Janiel Shulman, but the best part of Porkfest is being surrounded by more than a thousand like-minded, freedom-loving friends. The fun begins on June 20th, 2011, and doesn't stop until the 26th. Porkfest 2011 is the biggest liberty-oriented event in the world. This year, you can be a part of it. Don't miss out. Visit Porkfest.com today. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Use coupon code FREETALKLIVE, all one word, for 20% off.